Another weekly dose of the Quincy Jones Show where yes. we talk about your favorite wrestlers, your favorite promotions, and your least favorite wrestlers and least favorite promotions. But we do it with the flair of the best damn tag team in the podcast game. Because I am Quincy Jones Go, and to my right, who that is? It's the best damn tag team partner on that mic, and I'm going to tell you what his name is. But first, his nickname is the Hip Hop Hybrid. I'll tell you what. Introduce yourself, my dude. Hello, my dude. It's also great to be here in this fine establishment. Not you nasty sweat blankets and pig belly. <laughs> horrible. No, I was trying Scumbag. to. Scumbag. I'm here to get the heat at the cheapest price available. <laughs> the one and only Doc Lesnar. We here, man. Stomping grounds. Oh, you like how I said At the doctor's office, Chino Hills, California. Yeah, man. Doctor Doc Lesnar. Pepper of the globe. Yes. So. No, no, Salted, you're, you're, no you're, you're the pepper of the globe. Of the globe. I, 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 <laughs> hey, you know what? I make everything better and get a little spicy. Hey, everything needs a little bit of spice, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I might make you sweat a little bit, baby. Need a little sapphire and spice, baby. But yeah, man, we are uh, a couple of days removed from uh, all let's, elite let's, wrestling. Let's talk about it, yeah, man. Second event, Fighter Fest, Fuck took dr- place at the Ocean Center, Daytona, Florida. Yes, sir. Uh, next door to the actual, you know, CEO. Uh, I'm gonna say, I almost said wrestling. Tournament, it was a right? gaming, gaming tournament. tournament, which that was, that was the the dynamic, yeah, that I had to uh, get used to and accept is the fact that it was gonna be a mixed crowd, yeah, and um, because there were a few references for me, I couldn't appreciate because I didn't realize what it was in reference to. Got you. Such as a kind of uh, random uh, hardcore match that we had on, on the buy-in that I'm yeah. sure we won't really get into, but. Um, the crowd was into it. I didn't yeah. know who the guy was. He seemed like he was somewhat a little bit trained. Maybe. No, yeah, yeah, what it is is so he is Alex Jabaley, and he is the organizer CEO. Okay. And so, uh, you know, when him and Kenny are, are good friends, it's the second, I believe, CEO he's been to. Uh, the first time they've done this, obviously. Oh, um, like an association, yeah, obviously. Yeah, where yeah, it's yeah. a fighter fest or all-elite event. And, uh, yeah, he said he wanted to have a match. So, you know, Michael Nakazawa, who's uh, <laughs> one of Kenny's old pals, um, you know, who he got into AEW. Uh, he chose as a good opponent. And, yeah, that's kind of how that happened. So that, that's that been – it's been one of those things where Jabaley's been posting, you know, like getting ready videos. And I think he, like, hurt his – he had extended his calf or something like that or his ankle yeah, or his some, heel. something something because uh, he, had, he had commented on his leg and he's like, oh uh, – He's like, oh, that's the wrong leg. He's like, oh, thanks for the information. Yeah. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, I was you like, know what right. I mean? So that's I think that was more definitely for the hometown crowd. But let's talk yeah. about the real highlight of the buy-in. And that was that uh that triple, triple threat. Triple threat tag team match, right? Yes. You know, and implications said, on the mm-hmm, line. Mm-hmm. Uh the tag team that wins this triple threat match will go on to another match. No, no, no. Um, they would receive a first round bye. Actually. I no no no. Or are they have they changed because this now? What it was is they this match because the first round bye from what i what I at least what they were putting down sounded like it was attached to another match that was at all out. 
Well, I believe the tournament is going to begin at All Out. So it, it, it almost made it sound like, you know, whatever, whoever's going to be in that match would meet the winner of this match heading forward on TV or something. Because that's what Tony Khan was saying when he sat down with Austin on his Yeah, okay, I was going to say, because I know he wanted to do the tournament on, on, yep. uh, on, on TV for yeah. sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you yeah, know, this was a uh, really good contest. You know, the team that I really wanted uh, to see and was looking forward to was Private Party. Um, I remember the episode that they were uh, brought up in terms of being potential people to get signed um, on BTE. Uh, and I recently saw them kind of tell their story a little bit on Road to Fighter Fest. Nice, okay. And, um, you know, I, I didn't know that, you know, where they were from or anything. They're from Brooklyn. They were uh, trained by Amazing Red. Yeah, I did you know, hear they, 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 they did really put cool. that over in, in the match. And you know what's crazy is I was wondering where they were from mm-hmm. uh, because obviously in the gimmick they're uh, from anywhere you need a uh, – what is it? Yeah, like yeah. A, I love a, that. A VIP – A location uh, where you'll need an invitation. Yeah. So, yeah. And coming, weighing in at 24 ounces of cranberry vodka. Yeah. <laughs> love so, that. So I was I – mean, but by the way the crowd reacted, I thought they were from maybe Florida, Miami maybe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, they have flair to them. I, again, we saw them a little bit in the uh, Casino Battle Royale at uh, Double or Nothing. Um, you know, we saw them hit their double team move. The the I believe it's the Hurricane Ron or the the top rope uh, Frankenstein. Yeah, I, I yeah, get, it's like a he doesn't even go for. He, I don't want to go old school like ju- it's like jumping a sheer yeah. jump like a leaping Hurricane Rana like uh, what's his name Seidel used to do or Matt Bourne used to. It's do. a Frankensteiner. You don't want to get you don't want to get put in that recliner, my dude. Yeah, you're right, Frankensteiner. You don't want to get put in that um, recliner. It's all math. It's all math. It's all Einsteiner math and <laughs> um, <laughs> Einsteiner's theory. No, uh, but yeah, no, that was a really cool thing. Yeah, I was looking forward to see when they were going to pull that off because that's the thing is the videos you have seen of Private Party. They have very unique off. You know, so I was really excited to see how they were going to match up against teams like the Best Friends and, of course, SCU. Yeah, man. I mean, obviously, two teams that we're very more familiar with, uh, two teams that we are obviously have been, you know, more fluid and tagging, uh, you know, longer. Um, but yeah, I was interested to see how Private Party was going to fit into this. And dude, they made them their presence felt. They picked yeah, their spots. Man. I feel like everybody in this match actually got in where they needed to get to. Uh, but you know we got a you know got a little yeah. bit of early praise right out the gate, man. Because yeah. Mark Quinn, yeah, uh, Mark Quinn. Who, of, who, uh, and I will say with that when they were telling their story in Fighter Fest, Isaiah admittedly said that Mark Quinn's the like the inventor, the the brilliant mind of all their double team moves, and like so it seemed like he was giving a lot of like where they're at or their direct. It seemed like Mark Quinn is is definitely the commander of the shit. Nice, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and but uh, what I noticed about him, dude. Was the crowd popped just how he got in the ring? Yeah, no, dude, it was just unique. Like and it, it's it, not something we haven't seen, but it no, was like, oh, it, yeah, it was yeah, definitely, it wasn't anything we haven't seen before. But for it, just they were from the <laughs> you're right from the moment he he entered into the ring, it, it was it was bananas. And then from there, the praise comes because this guy is wearing shades in the ring for damn near at least the first two or three minutes he's in the ring. Yeah, and and, and, and he's taking bumps, and and the glasses are not coming off. No. Like, like it, it's crazy. I have some great, great, you know, I, mean, I took so many notes of this match because there's so many things that went on. But, yeah, you mean, like, um, I, I love how Kaz broke out a lot of his vintage, yes. vintage in his bag yes. offense. Like, the catching slingshot cutter, the uh, spinning, you know, back wheel kick, the, you know, just all that kind of stuff. Like, the, the things that, like, you remember he used to rule the X Division with, man. Like, um, and and it was really cool to see them. You know, a lot of these, both these teams are doing their thing, man. And um, there was a lot of unique spots, really. Um, 
and, and you know, in, in terms of like moves, I know, like like we said, like these guys, these new guys, the private party, they had like some really new. I don't know, like they they did this thing where it was like, like a new a bar- spin on stuff. Yeah, you know I mean? definitely. Like in in you know, you know, they started doing these double team moves, and it was funny because Isaiah lets out like this high pitch scream. Yeah, yeah, I noticed which that. made me think of Bugen uh, Hagen or or Bugen just Hagen. Bugs now. The I guess Bugs. Rick yeah, Bugs. but they hit this like flurry where it's like so Mark Quinn hits an inverted atomic, Cassidy hits a rear enziguri because he yeah. holds the atomic. Yeah, uh, and then Mark hits a le- front leg sweep. Cassidy, uh, or Isaiah, I should say, hits the camel clutch, and then he finishes off with a leapfrog over yeah. him, and then hits like him with a, a double foot stomp on, yeah. his, on the back of on his the back head, of Cass's dude. neck. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, man. it was. Yeah, it, that that one was was. All, I mean, there was even a, a spot where you know, and I thought this was smart. You know, whoever I, I don't know who who is in charge of their matches or anything like that. Obviously, it's a little bit different. We don't know the ins and outs of their creative process for AEW as well as we know, you know, uh, WWE, but. You know, they had a spot where eventually both teams had to come together and, and try to take out Private Party. Yeah. As it, the newcomers, they're like, no, we're not going to get shown up by these guys. You know what I mean? Which is telling. They're like, okay, these guys are actually a bit of a threat. You yeah, because they, you know, what I like, too, was that other move they hit, which got them a pop of Private Party, clap, 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 which was like Chucky e. T tried to throw, uh, I believe, Isaiah was on the apron. He tried to throw Mark over, and then he basically, you know, rebounded off of his back off of Isaiah's back and then oh yeah came it was back like, into the yeah, ring into he a like satellite rolled, DDT he's like he like used his back to skin the cat yeah and, and then and then reverse it into like you said a, a satellite DDT which was insane yeah and, and that's that's really when the uh when, when the uh crowd started like really getting into it but then the only thing I thought was weird is that was like also at the time where like I noticed um what's his name uh Excalibur Hey man, we're doing too many party references here, and I'm just like, yeah. way to break fourth wall, bro. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I, I yeah. was not. <laughs> I did with that. that at all. At um, all. So. I mean, uh, you know, I, I actually liked the uh, the commentary team that they had during the buy-in. Um, no shade on the chemistry uh, with the rest of the crew. We know when Jr. comes in and all that, but I don't know. There's something something I, I was digging a little bit more. Um, but you know, again, there was a lot of great spots in this match. Lots yeah. of combo you know, moves. Lots like, of tag teams. Speaking of that, the, the the very spot that got the shades off, I was going to say, which was very creative, was uh, you know they had Mark outside. Uh, when I say they, I mean SCU. And Scorpio basically goes for a flapjack on his own partner, but holds him because uh, while he's in mid air, Kaz gets a front face lock onto Mark. And then fucking Scorpio, who still is holding his legs from the flapjack, spins him and hits. So he hits a swinging tornado DDT. Yeah, that was insane. Yeah, yeah. And then he picks up his shades and puts them on. Yeah, he did. <laughs> so that's I was like, okay, there, there's the Cavs I was looking for. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because you already know he's athletic. And then it's like, you, you kind of like that he's a dirtbag. Like, you know what I mean? Now, especially the way he's been on BTE and stuff. Man, I mean, yeah, definitely great. different from his, uh, his character you were referring to when he used to, you know, be in the X Division. Mm-hmm. Definitely when he was doing the, the, you know, uh, bad influence and the addiction stuff. Yeah, definitely that that personality really comes through now. But great match. Um, the best friends won with what is it? The yeah, it's zero a, something yeah, zero strong zero. Which isn't it, that it, the same move that he used to do with uh, Rocky? I believe so. I don't know if he used to stomp the same way or not. But it basically it's like a near beer. Like that's what ah. strong zero is. It's like okay. it's like a certain percentage that's like uh, but it's like a brand. But yeah, no, they had some cool stuff. I mean, they they I, I, I thought it was cool to see. Like I said, I thought it was the gobstopper, but it's <laughs> they call it the sexy Chucky knee. And then uh, they hit the what was it the um, 
There was there was a cool oh when he went for the rocket launcher, Chucky, and he threw him into a ace crusher. Oh, that cutter, yeah, that yeah, was that awesome. Was, that was really cool, you know. But uh, we did get that move too, that double team move we were talking about, that hurricane run into a cutter by private party for near fall, and the place went nuts. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, they really best did. friends did win with that. Uh, they set it up with a sexy Chucky knee. Like you said, strong zero, and um, I thought it was good. You know, um, I thought it was good momentum for them. Uh, you know, I mean, to to win the match, and uh, you know, they got the pop. Um, I wasn't mad at the promo after. I think it was everything that played out after the promo, um, and uh, in, in regards of like the Dark Order. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm trying to uh, the Dark are those the, are those the guys that were like associated with uh, the Smash Brothers? They are the Super Smash. Okay, Brothers. Yeah. so so okay. that's what they used to be. They are now called the Dark Order okay, because okay. obviously Nintendo ain't letting that fly. So I mean, with Kenny Kenny Omega, the gamer. Come on, man. Yeah, and the thing is, I I don't. I wish I knew. I remember they cut a promo before, but I don't remember the names off the top of my head right now. But the promo, yeah, they said the Dark Order has a long list of deceivers, and we need to correct. We've chosen you, the best friends, to be our first, and you never forget your first. But I'll promise you, we'll make it quick. And then his partner was like, "No, no, we won't, because I want to enjoy every second of it." All hail the Dark Order. They snap the fingers, the lights go out, and I made a note of this because. It's 22 seconds of darkness. Yeah, it was entirely but, too long. The lights but, were yeah, out. Yeah, before the lights come on. Yeah. And then even then, not everyone I felt like was in character. You know what I mean? And then even when then, like, because then the lights go back off and then they disappear, which yeah, is gone. funny because that took 23 seconds. But in between. How many of them are there? I, I didn't even count. But it's 30, it 32 seconds of guys in mass twisting their necks and snarling. Doing nothing, yeah, and then the lights go out, and then they're gone. And the thing is, they just could have done more with half the time. You know what I mean? I mean and, and I'm worried you, about this gimmick because I like it because of the kind of henchman putty dynamic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it's going to take that <laughs> yeah. long for these dudes to come out from under the ring or whatever time, it is, yeah, every yeah. time it's not going to be worth it. Like you kind of take me out of it once you go past ten seconds. Like, well, you know I mean? mean, if you if you remember at Double or Nothing, it was kind of a long. Lights out period for for the first time too, at, yeah. at least how I remember it. Yeah, yeah, no, and I, I thought they didn't prove from that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, um, but uh, you know, that, I don't know, man. Like, t- we also had like the librarian segment, which it was it was all right. I mean, yeah. shout. I mean, it was cool to see Peter Avalon. You know, uh, you know, doing his thing. Shout out to Peter Avalon, obviously yep. staple in like Southern Cal and Arizona. Uh, you know, professional yeah, wrestling. So. Um, but yeah, I mean that part of it was cool. Um, yeah, but, and know, we did go into that package you're talking about with the where they're playing off the fighter fest thing and cheese sandwiches. That shit it was, was supposed to be a man. pool party. It's a freaking kiddie pool. <laughs> like, and then uh, they meet up with Kenny, like, "Hey, man, we still didn't get our bags." Like, really playing up the fire fest thing because nobody's luggage showed up. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they're like, well, "Oh no, don't worry. I, I got the, talk to this wardrobe well, seamstress. I got an idea. We got gear." And they're like, "Yeah, we ain't got gear, man." No, no. The, the funny thing I thought too was when he was like, "The tents from the documentary." We had them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> like they actually tents. like, yeah, they actually. Yeah, like, yeah. No, you don't understand. Like the actual tents from the yeah, because Matt's he like you Matt's, said he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's next animated, chill. Man. Matt is animated. Yeah, definitely, man. Because I just love it. it's like they were supposed to have a private jet, middle seat. 
Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> Middle seat. I'm like, this guy is so hot. <laughs> like that shit. I pop. I popped loud for that one. Oh that yeah, that no, shit was hilarious. Definitely, man. And um, then I just love how they went to actually. You know, we're we're over budget. Um, we can't even afford the, two of those. You know, and they yeah, put those mannequins the there. Mannequins and, up and I'm, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if that that did anything. For uh, any, I mean, you know, it just starts the crowd off. Yeah, I little, think it's just you know, having fun. Yeah, at, especially if you know. I think what it is, those who are watching might not be as familiar with the crowd that's actually there, and know that like they're like, oh, we totally get this. This is so funny. You know what I mean? So they, it yeah, might that's what I was to them, Where people was like, uh, I don't think that went over. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I thought it was great. You know what I mean? But it, I also watched PTE, so. <laughs> yeah, <it was> okay. <laughs> and I saw the Firefest documentary. So, man, it, it's, uh, it's yeah, something. It's, I mean, I, I read a lot about it uh, when, when the news even came out about it. I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, Yeah, no, because in real time, yeah, you're right. When, when that broke, yeah. it was like, man, I feel so bad for these people. But watching the documentary, you don't really understand, like, how bad and how in deep these people were in. It was ridiculous, bro. But I mean, some of them you can't even blame because some of them, like, I saw a few – and they were there was a few like super spoiled ass people over there. Oh yeah, you know definitely what I mean? so influencers, like, all that stuff. Yeah, but no, you know, I, I did like that. I, and I will be honest, I never really thought Firefest or Fighter Fest was going to happen because once it was clear they it was going to be a storyline in BTE, I was like, oh okay, like the, they're just playing around. Like Kenny, Kenny's going to eventually see the documentary and like it won't be a big deal or whatever. And then I was like, oh, it's gonna they, they have a card for this? Like this is the actual? Yeah, I, I was surprised it was actual. Like because I. I mean, when I heard it was Moxley and Janelle, I was like, oh, okay. They're going to do it here? I was, and I'm like thinking, not fight for the Fallen or All Out? or Yeah, I'm just like, all right, I'm, cool. I love, but I mean, I'm not mad at uh, Mox sure. being booked for his Kenny, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, well, man, but we did get the beginning of the actual main card after this. Yeah, I was going to say, because speaking of Kenny, we actually had a uh, implication <laughs> match. Um, we had Christopher Daniels. Yes. Uh, Fallen Let's Angel, Christopher Daniels, uh, Ring General. Yes, sir. Christopher Daniels. Uh, Against uh, someone that he was very familiar with uh, as both an opponent, also as a team member, stable member. I, you know, they were putting over Man's how yeah. they were, uh, you know, he knows him from, you know, him being Curry Man as well. So I was like, finally, they, they actually confirmed. Yep. <laughs> you know oh, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, I love what, what we've known for years. But yeah, it's, I love uh, how JR goes, nah, no, a little too spicy for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he, he faced, uh, he, he faced uh, uh, Chima from uh, OWE. Yeah, I, um, I never know if it's Shima is it or Shima? Sima. Or, like it's one of those. But, I think it's Shima. Or Shima? I Sima, know. I think. I think uh, it's but, Sima. You know, we, we had we got a little taste of this from uh, Double or Nothing when we yeah. had the the three on three SCU versus um, uh, Chima Hawk and uh, I can't. Yeah, what were they? they? Were they the Sacred Hearts? Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Great so. memory. Um, so we had a one on one match, and the implication was if uh, Chima was going to win, he would actually go on to face uh, Kenny Omega at the uh, two weeks at a. Um, what is it called? Uh, Fight for the Fallen. Yeah. Um, in Jacksonville. So, um, but this was a good match. Um, I did, like I said. Well, I don't know because I believe that match was already booked versus Kenny. Oh, maybe it was. And he, uh, you know I what? Think I think I, the implications were just grabbing that momentum yeah, going in. Yeah, that's because that's how I took Because this was a really good match. It was well paced. Two men that you knew really knew each other. Um, you know, to me, I, I thought it was a good opener. Yeah, I, I, I mean, thought, I thought they did a yeah. good way to get you into some just really good wrestling. Yeah, I mean, um, lots of back and forth. Yeah, I'm, a few a few break spots, but never really a dull moment. Yeah, you know, um, no wasted movement, as they usually say. You know, it made mm -hmm. every part of their offense count. Yeah, um, like matches like these are why I'm glad because I don't know if you heard, but like Chris Daniel was thinking about hanging yeah. it up like two yeah. years ago. You know what I mean? So like, I, to me, I feel like 
This I'm glad he did. Yeah, you this, know what I mean? Yeah, like, to have these kind of matches. He's, yeah, yeah he's got a lot more to offer still. But, and, I mean, and he's done his thing for so long. You know, so it was like kind of a bow to both parties involved. You know, but Sima did get the win to get that momentum we were yeah, talking he did. about. Right? I mean, uh, one of the the spots I personally enjoyed was seeing a. Uh, Chima pull out the uh, iconoclasm, which is a move that we usually see yeah. Chris, uh, Chris yeah, Daniels that we call do. for Daniels, definitely. Um, man. So I, I, and then the other thing that I loved, and I haven't seen him do this in so long. I've seen him do the move, but not this way. The the off the rope blue thunder pin by Christopher Daniels, the way he used to do it from the TNA days. Yeah, yeah. Whew, I loved seeing that. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, but you know, as they, you know, they kept putting over his twenty six year old uh, year career. Uh, well, Excalibur kept, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm, even after that, it was Shima that pulled out the the the, the Meteora to secure the win. That diving Meteora was crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, it was, good it was angle. Uh, again, good match and uh, great momentum again going into a, a fight for the phone. Oh, you know what? I, I it's, honestly, it's the strong hearts. Strong hearts. Yeah, there not you go. The, yeah, not the um, hearts. strong hearts. But yeah, yeah I'm, I'm def- this match definitely did what it was supposed to do, and that's to get you interested to see how he would do against a guy. Like oh Kenny yeah, Omega, and, so, and, and besides, SEU got the win last time, so it's a good kind of exchange of yeah. like because I saw how it got you know set up on the show was he called him like hey he's like you you want to match with me uh, okay uh, yeah yeah sure we'll do it at this you know but he's like I guess Sima wants to face me you know and it, it was just like like I still like basically I got the itch when we faced each other I want to face you again it's been too long kind of you know deal so I was really intrigued by that because obviously like you said there's a story there so yeah, but I mean, yeah it was a good way to open it up th- there was a, the familiarity that the again I felt like the commentary did a pretty good job to help build but yeah man um match two we had the the women's uh, three way match. Um, yeah, we had uh, Riho mm-hmm. versus uh, Nyla Rose versus uh, Yuka Sakazaki. The magic and, lady. Um, you know, I, I enjoy. Uh, I think Yuka might be my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, She's got a great look, man. Yeah, I mean, because you know, I, I love how she she did like the little uh, little ode to uh, Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, with the jasmine and the baggy pants, with the, you yeah. know what I mean. Uh, it reminded me a little bit of a little you sabu. Know, you know okay, what I mean? She has know, a little sabu in her, bro. That is so funny you said that because she had a similar look at Double or Nothing, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, oh no, that's like, what I'm talking about. So yeah, the, it was at Double or Nothing right? when she had and that. And so yeah, when yeah. I'm watching it, I literally thought about it. And I was like, I feel like she's wearing what Jasmine would wear if Aladdin had a different ending. <laughs> like if they were like you know what I don't want the royalty I'm living on the it's streets like, with you street queen in the street yeah, right. yeah cause she I feel like that was <laughs> yeah. definitely the Jasmine version of the Aladdin attire. yeah nah it, <laughs> but it, that's so funny you say that yeah but no, nah, she's got a good look man and I like the way she climbs the ropes and you know, it's, Very it's she's got a, her own way of doing things, and I think that's yes. you know kind of like RVD. The way he climbed the ropes, you you know you're watching RVD. Yeah, you know even I mean? um, Io Shirai has her own way of climbing yeah, the yeah, ropes she when, she, when she takes off for the the moonsault mm-hmm. as well. So definitely, um, you know, we had a chance to actually watch these women already work. You know, at Double or Nothing live in Vegas. Um, so to me, it was really no surprise that you know how this match was going to turn out to be. Yeah. Nyla and, um, did surprise me though. She got a lot of good stuff in this match that we yeah. didn't see shit no, no, from. No, we, from the we last match. Yeah, we weren't going to see it with, with with the inclusion of, of uh, you know the, the the bigger threat in yeah. uh, you know Awesome Kong. But you know, which I still kind of, I will say was a little bit wasted. Uh, no, but, well, she she's I heard she is all yeah, elite. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see but where it goes. She just wasn't in the match most of the match. You know, what yeah. I mean, so I mean things like was, are you two going to go against but, each other? Hey, but as you say, you know, sometimes it's all about the moments. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah true. So, but yeah, this match it started with that classic like, hey. Two on one scenario against like the the bigger uh, you know uh, threat. To, you know we can clear the ta- take her out. We can clear the table for ourselves to duke it out, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but uh, 
I felt like it was a little bit more entertaining with the you know with, with the Rio and Yuka involved. Obviously, they have a little bit more animated um, way of how they convey like their their facials and stuff like that. Yep. Um, but you know, yeah, you had the smaller opponents and Yuka and Rio using their agility and speed to pull off like real innovative combo moves uh, oh, yeah. to, to chop down the natural beast, uh, Nyla Rose. Yeah, because she, um, she, yeah. uh, she was in there slugging them out and uh, was getting some pretty big, what you would call, you know, big man uh, offense in. Or, yeah. You know, in, in the sense She was doing of, like, some innovative stuff herself, too. Yeah, I yeah. have to give her credit for that. Yeah, that yeah. little springboard-like knee yeah, drop. See, uh, or not knee drop, like knee strike. It was like a rope hung. A lot of people were trying to say strike. it was supposed to be a guillotine leg drop, but I, to me, if it looked like it was a, it was just like you said, it was a, yeah, a diving knee drop from the top. Yeah, I, it, if it was supposed to be a leg drop, I, I wouldn't advise her to try it. Like, I mean, to me, I thought the fact that she made that distance was pretty impressive. Yeah, and uh, yeah, she looked good in this match. You know, sit out pile drivers or not pile drivers. I should say sit out power. Bombs. Oh, the, the beast bombs is they yeah. kept calling them. Yeah, and then I I want to say we saw a um, like a into the corner DVD maybe at some point. Well, there were there was a I can't I think I know what you're talking about, but there was also another spot. Or I think you're right, where where she like kind of flipped one of them into the other while mm. the other one was sitting yes, in the corner. There you go. Um, That's but there what it there was. was another spot where. Uh, Rio went for attempted body uh, cross body off the top, and then she caught her. Mm-hmm. And then you had Yuka oh, also yeah. go for the uh, a cross body, and then she caught her. Yeah, that was. And insane. the crowd was like, yeah. And then and then the fact that she was gonna like you know toss him, mm-hmm. and then they managed to, in the process you know process of her trying to like do probably like a follow away slam or something. Yeah. They got in position and hit a, a double pin on her, which yeah. was that was crazy yeah. as well. And, you know and, I mean? and they counted both of them. Yeah, no, you know, it, it was a it, double count, was, which I thought really was cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, it was um, very competitive. I mean, it, it did feel like it was missing something, maybe a stipulation or some sort of implication, like heading forward. We have heard that Brandy Rose has had a hand in designing the belt, which will be presented at All Out. So I don't know if there's going to be some sort of like if Nyla's going to go against somebody. It seems like Allie's slated to go against Brandy. I was going to say there's soon, something maybe. going on with them too because she was watching her match on uh, during the the buy-in. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Because they got unfinished business from uh, TNA, apparently. There was a time uh, where Brandy was getting jumped and asked Allie for help, and she didn't help her. <laughs> and, and, like, she just let her get jumped, I guess. And, yeah, like, uh, okay. you know, because, you know, they had that spell on uh, Impact, uh, Cody and Brandy Rose. Yeah, yeah, they did. They were, that was, that's why when they were dipping in Impact, New Japan, and Ring of Honor at the yeah, same time. Yeah, it's really spreading his yeah, legs out, crazy. man. But, uh, yeah, no. Um, but, yeah, that we, we did get that match. And I believe, was that Rio who won? The, um, yeah, the... I believe Rio won. With, uh, she stole like a pinfall from Nyla Rose. Yeah, and then, and then you know there was the post match like uh, attack. You had to get the heat, and then you know Yuka came and made the save. But then you know you had Rio kind of hey, you know shove. Yeah, no, this is my win, ho. Yeah, yeah, you know, she she was just like stop backpacking. I, yeah, I don't. She's like I, I I don't want your help. I didn't ask for your help. It's like to me, and then she seemed like really like like you said the facial expressions. She seemed like really bummed. Like oh dude, oh my god, I was Jr. broke the. Oh, wrestling sad face. Yeah, yeah. I was like, come on, Jr. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, he, she really a sold rampant it. with that man. Yeah, she really sold it though. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I I thought it was a great match. I, I thought it was. I felt like this. I, I felt like it did what it was supposed to do, and that was showcase the women's division without the surprise, the element of surprise of, of a guest spot. Yeah, and um, you know. Yeah, because I'm, I'm no lie. I'm still on defense about Nyla Rose. You know what I mean? And, and yeah, as far I mean, as because uh, I, I don't really know a whole lot, and um, so, but you know, because I don't know a whole lot, and seeing her treatment, um, or, or you know what it looks like, the tra- uh, trajectory that they're going to be putting her in, I'm wondering why, and I need to know 
you know, what she's capable of. So this match actually showed me what she is capable of by small margin. So at the least, very least, it has me interested to see what each of these women will be offering going forward. You know what I mean? So Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I will say, too, like like you said, I, I, jury's still out for me on Nyla. Uh, I think it's a lot of it is because I just haven't heard a lot about her prior to coming to AEW and seeing her in action in uh, Double or Nothing. And, uh, you know, besides, like, some of the run-ins they've done at some of these indies, you know, trying to match the momentum of Cody and Kenny and all of them doing the same shit before – Double or nothing was coming out, but like uh, this match was a step in the right direction for Nyla for sure. Yeah, I, you know I, I, mean? I agree. Um, but uh, yeah, what do we have next, bro? Man, we got that that fiddle four way. Yeah, okay. MJF with the great. I gotta just first of all, let me just say he was in the match, and we gotta just put this man yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. MJF. Yep. Versus Jungle Boy mm-hmm. versus Jimmy Havoc mm-hmm. versus Hangman Adam Page. Sea Biscuit. MJF. One of the best heels in the game right now. Yeah. He understands heat. He knows how to get it out of a call and a response. He knows how to generate it organically. He played this promo per- perfectly, bro. You uh, know, and, and I, for it being possibly this like this the second biggest or third biggest show of his career. Yeah. Uh, he was at All Out. Yep. He was, or he was at All In, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he was uh, at Double or Nothing. You know, it, I mean, he cut a promo at, at Double or Nothing. Yep. Against fucking Bret Hart. You know what I mean? Yeah, and said, uh, oh, look out. Like, like You know what yeah, I'm saying? He, so, like, this guy, I mean, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to definitely turn it to you because he has – he's just so – like, he has a, he's confident. He has a confident commitment to his character work, and, like, he has, like, this – a charismatic approach to – like, like a poise in this mic work. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that I have to say for a guy his age right now in this industry for the character he's playing is really unparalleled. Um, yeah, I know, I know if, Mark, oh, yeah. if Mark was here, he'd be putting him over like a oh, million no, bucks I mean, for sure. You know bro, I mean? like, trust me, bro. Like, I've listened to a, a great deal of his interviews. Uh, I saw a lot of tape on him before he even was part of AEW. You know what I mean? He's got a good moveset. And that's the only complaint I have about him in this match is we didn't get to see a lot of what he brings to the table. But I also question if, if that's by design because by classic heel template, you're not there to showboat. You're there to get the job done, right? You know I mean, what I mean, so, I mean and, you, you could show about in other ways to get heat, but yeah, as far as yeah. like in the ring, yeah, you're right. But back to these interviews, yeah, he had one with Chris Van Vliet that is just fucking classic. It's not even that long, but it's like one of the most memorable ones because he's just such a fucking dick in it, dude. Like he, he <laughs> gets room it. service. Yeah, they get in interrupted the by room service. Did you yeah. see the whole thing? I didn't get to see the whole thing. I know. I remember what you told me. But, oh my! But God. literally, literally, when you go to look it up, it says. NJF interview gets inter- interrupted by room service and more and more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Dude, there's a part where he's like literally eating a omelet and like he eats it and then he burps it in his face while he's talking to him. And oh, you just man. see Chris like literally look at the camera like, "Is this guy fucking serious?" Like, Damn, you know dude. what I mean? But it's like that struggle of. Uh, He's in character, I guess. Like I couldn't you know ask I mean? for I'm a better so, interview because you know it's going to exactly. Hit. You know what I mean? You know it's going to hit, bro. And even he he called into Busted Open Radio and uh, he had an interview uh, where he talked to I forgot the other guy's name, but um, the guy who's there with uh, Bully Ray and I think it was a good like twenty minutes. Great stuff, man. And he always comes in, ladies and gentlemen. Unless you're dumb, deaf, <laughs> you know what I mean, or broke or blind or whatever. He's like, I'm the best. Thing going today, you know what I mean? I'm fastest the youngest, rising, yeah, fastest yeah. rising, youngest star wrestling today. Like, Salt it's of just, the earth. yeah, man, he's just great, you know. And, and it's some of it gets recycled, but he just knows his niche, you know. I mean, he's getting a lot of heat too, extra, especially on this event because outside of this, the alley cat who he was engaged to, which I've seen that proposal, like he did it in the middle of a match, you know what I mean? And, um, 
I guess they broke up and he kind of like was on some like I just can't be in a relationship right now. Like and I guess she moved her whole life to his spot. You know what I mean? No oh, friends, damn. no fam. So to do that and go all in and then, you know, bad bad pun, but <laughs> you know what I mean? And, <laughs> I and like, then oh. go like so he's been getting a ton of heat cuz Ali finally like she was going to uh Ellie Cat was going to quit and then see uh wrestling and it, it was just a big deal and um, she's not going to quit, but she finally like kind of just made a statement about it. It was pretty long, you know, but it wasn't specific, but it, it was clearly like MGF's a fucking thing, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's just adds to, it just really adds well, I to mean, that layer. So. I, I think we can, we don't have any worries about believing that because well, he called his opponent say, quote, Dollar Store Tarzan. Yeah, he's been throwing that around on the uh, promo circuit. So <laughs> yeah, I the Dollar Store everything. That. Yeah, the 70-year-old uh, emo kid. Yeah. Seabiscuit. And then this this was hilarious to me. This is the two ones that hit so hard that you could just see it in the crowd because they got the crowd reaction. Mm-hmm. He said, "You know, we're not so different, you and I. You know, I used to be in the video games, and then I lost my virginity." <laughs> and he saw everyone like, "Oh, uh, yes, okay." Okay. And then it's like, and then he says, "If I wanted your opinions." I would stay at home and watch my DVR reruns of my 600-pound live. I was like, God, mm, damn. I, I missed that one. The one that I liked the very most was when everyone oh, the was very saying, first you one? suck, yeah. you suck, you suck. Yeah, well, well, that, 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 yeah, that, well, no, yeah well, no, what he said, well, the mother oh, yeah. whose basement you live in, she swallows, so. Yeah, yeah. And everyone just was like, oh. like, And they showed a guy, like, specifically. Yeah, with his mouth at, open, like. Yeah, like. Oh, oh, bad taste of my Yeah, mouth, he's a bro. meme already, no, bro. No, no pun yeah. intended again. No, but MJF did his thing. Yeah, Big 100%. Man came dude. in as the fucking you know, star he is, man. It was a good match. I wish it was a little longer. Uh, Jungle Boy had I agree. a real good outing, man. I and, agree. Yeah, they um, uh, these guys, yeah, the four different styles, and they really mesh well within each other seamlessly, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and again, Jungle Boy, if you get a chance, watch that Wrestle Days on him, man. It's yeah, really no, no. Good. I, I've, I've, seen, I've seen it, bro. It's, yeah. it's I mean, it's crazy because I, I watched him with the the what he gets like the trampoline in the back and everything. Mm-hmm. It's oh, man, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, he um, I, I mean, this match was pretty much I, I had to say like off the wall. Every guy pretty much got in where they you know needed to. Yeah. Or or, or the match needed them more or less, and everybody was pretty much in their bag. I mean, with the exception of, like, Jimmy Havoc not having a weapon and it being, like, a four-way, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. But everybody else was in their bag in this match, you hey, know what I mean? Well, Jimmy was. I mean, he did throw no, up no, a no. bird. That's part of his bag. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, Jungle Boy, really well accepted with the crowd, as well as Hangman, who, of course, would probably be most over as the number one contender. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was also noted that Kip Sabian was at, uh, Sabian was at ringside because, yeah. like, the winner of this match was going to be uh, wrestling him at the next event, which now, was, did, did he say that prior to the match starting, or because it just seemed like I was wondering, like, why does the, the he way, have any like stock in this? Like, why isn't Sammy yeah, G it, it, out here? It, like, it was kind of not uh, to hate on Kip, but it was no, like no, I haven't yeah, seen I, him on BTE or anything like to know his personality or anything. You know, yeah, it, it was. Uh, he he was out there. He he announced himself, and uh, you know they they announced also like the reason why he would, he would be invested in the match. But then it was funny because for the most part, it would be just the three commentators you know what i mean excalibur golden boy and um jim ross mm-hmm. and then you would hear him out of nowhere like oh shit i forgot he was there <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like you would because he wouldn't be, and i felt like they didn't do a whole good job of making sure people knew that he was present yeah or or i don't know if, if it's up to them or more or less how they presented kip sabian being out there period 
Um, yeah, because like I, there was times where I, I didn't really tell the difference because we had a guy with the accent and the buy-in, so it kind of felt like it was oh, that's the same very guy, true. I, you know what I mean? So it wasn't until I was like, oh, oh yeah, that's Kip that said that. Okay, like I had to keep reminding myself. So I get what you're saying, but yeah, so that is books for Fight for the Fallen, uh, Page versus uh, Kip. So yeah, uh, one of the the spots I enjoyed was MJF had that callback to the <laughs> to the. Bret Hart segment at Double or Nothing when he went for the sharpshooter. Oh yeah, that on, was that uh, was funny. Page. very funny. Yeah, um, especially trying to go after that injured leg. And and the reverse was a great pop. Um, yeah. The, obviously, I, it was a little concerned, but it seemed like he was cool. Uh, Jungle Boy went for that that patented hanging cannonball on the outside. Yeah. Um, but he had a little close call with his heels clipping that that top ring post. Yeah, it looked like um, he he might have hit his head a little bit. Like he, it seemed like he. But he, it was creative though. Yeah. No. No. I've seen him hit it. Seamlessly before, like you know, just he, he does it usually like all the time with flawless. Oh, okay. Um. So it was just you know I, I don't know if maybe it was because it was a square as opposed to a, a round ring post or something. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um. But no, he, he actually you know just when he thought maybe he uh, was hurt, he um regained momentum, had a springboard sunset flip bomb on MJF in the corner. So that was yeah, awesome as well. Definitely good. Yeah. Jimmy Havoc had that stiff ass double stomp off the top. Who just, was it? Just land. Just what they say. Well, they stuck stick, the landing. He stuck the landing. Man. Uh, he stuck yeah. that his fucking heels in his <laughs> chest real. cavity, saying, bro. Fuck your couch, bro. Yeah, that's what he. Did. Um, and then, but you know, again, like you said, Adam Page hit the dead eye to uh, you know the win, and then has his uh, sights uh, dead set on uh, Kip Sabian in two weeks, but also probably you know Looking Chris Jericho. Past that, yeah, for, for uh, that title match. Yeah, man. I mean, not to look past Sabian. I mean, it'd probably be a great match. Uh, again, I'm just getting familiar with Sabian. Maybe I need to go and watch some some tape on him as well. But um, yeah, definitely want to see what's up. You know, two weeks we'll see uh, how this compares to um, you know Fighter Fest. Yeah, uh, in, in a fight for the fallen. But yeah, um, I mean, you got anything else to say about that one, man? No, I mean, I, I just liked everyone involved. I thought it was cool. Luchasaurus was uh, at ringside and some of the stuff he did. He didn't get too involved. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, he, no, but he I helped did. That catch was, yeah. Jungle Boy and stuff like that. So I thought that, it was good. It, I, I thought the only thing I just wish it would have been like a few minutes longer. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I agree. But um, they had a pretty stacked card though, so you know it wasn't like all for nothing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, match number four, man. Match number four. That'll be uh, the one that everyone's uh, talking about. I mean, a lot of people were kind of feeling bad about for Darby Allen because instead of talking about him out this match, everyone's been talking about the unfortunate share shot uh, as a result. Um, so, yeah, uh, you, you must be talking about Cody Rhodes. My or man. Cody. My uh, man. Yeah. Cody with Brandy Rhodes. Yeah, with uh, Brandy versus, Rhodes. Uh, <laughs> uh, Darby Allen. Justin uh, Roberts, man. First of all, I got to say, I love the, the promo package for this matchup. Yes. Um, because it peeled back a slight layer of who Darby Allen is for those that may not be familiar. Uh, you know, I know we, we're uh, familiar with, a little bit with him, you know, short time of him being – uh, you know, in the SoCal scene with uh, himself as, as well as Priscilla Kelly here and there. Yep. Um, you know, we actually haven't even had the chance to watch him perform live. So, to me, I was especially interested in this match as well as, like, Cody's decision to want to face him at this second pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Brandy looked bomb, as per usual. <sighs> man, let's take just a Because, like, yeah, man. I, was, she, I actually wrote that Ever down, since she went to the purple, like, I've been like, damn, girl. <laughs> you know but, what I mean? But, yeah, she looked. Stunning and just made Cody look like a million bucks. I like that. Yeah, man. Uh, Also, definitely love that Cody Rhodes uh, came out with the Throne Breaker shirt on. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. (laughs) I didn't know we're selling these bitches. Yeah, Uh, I guess I'd rather surge these sales. um, You know, it it was. 
the thing that I was interested or intrigued in is uh, I was listen, listening to uh, Jim Ross kind of break down a little bit of uh, Darby Allen's story, and I actually got to watch a little bit of his backstory as I interviewed him for the um, was it uh, Road to Fighter Fest. Yeah, actually, they had a little thing for him too uh, on the way to Double or Nothing. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. And um, you know, you know, they're talking Sk- telling well, this story pro about skateboarder and all that. Yeah, I mean, they're telling this story about you know at an early age he oh, yeah. kind of was exposed to like you know I don't want to say a betrayal, but like more of like a you know, he had this... Uh, his uncle. His uncle, yeah. Well, he was riding home, but his uh, uncle driving home drunk, and uh, they ended up getting in a car accident where I believe his uncle passed, but he didn't. Yeah. But, you know, it was just, you know, just him being uh, just, you know, exposed and developing, like, kind of like this lack of trust in humanity or society at an early age. Yeah. And, I mean, mm-hmm. kind of hearing that added a little bit depth to this dark character that he portrays in and out the ring. Uh, I mean, I've only seen him a few times where he's had interactions with uh, MJF on on BTE a little bit. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, but but outside of that, again, you know, I haven't seen him live. Haven't get gotten a full scale of his character, so to and speak. And he did so. have a really cool match uh, with um, An- uh, uh, Moxley. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, you're right. Ago. You're right. Yeah, yeah it was where, at the uh, Northeastern. Yeah, uh, and he put him over after the match. You know, yeah, there was right. a point where he had uh, him handcuffed, and he was doing. You know, uh, uh, somersault planches uh, through through the middle rope. You know what I mean? Man. He was doing springboard back elbows with his hands literally tied behind his back, dude. And That's crazy. Yeah, he showed man. out, um, but, you know, Mox got the win, but he put him over yeah. you know, at um, the end. So This is, I mean, man, again, I, I'm sure uh, without the commentary for the crowd, there's probably some things that the uh, crowd wasn't weren't privy to, again, uh, linked to his uh, Darby Allen's character, like mm. him bringing out the body bag and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Which I, I loved, I love that man. I, I was just like, yeah. oh shit! No, I like, thought, yeah, but uh, you know, this is. I thought this was an awesome bout. Saw Cody not only dishing out a lot of punishment, also saw him uh, at the victim of a lot of Darby's innovative uh, in-ring offense as well. Um, yeah, very much so. I mean, for me, the nail in the coffin, uh, you know, pun intended or no pun intended, came when uh, uh, Darby missed that deathly looking uh what they called the coffin drop yeah it landed like directly on the quote-unquote hardest part of the ring like like yeah the bridge of the apron like that lip just like kind of drilled into like like the middle of his back dude it seemed unreal it's not but the it just i was like dude why like it was like one of those things why would you do and you saw the look on people's faces like whoa like Mm -hmm. uh, you know what i mean yeah it was like ooh, yeah Um, you know, we saw uh, Cody also take advantage with the body bag, the version of the disaster kick, uh, with the kick out and then followed by the crossroads, but the match, you know what um, I liked though, was a lot of the unique evasiveness. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He He was, he couldn't get his hands on the motherfucker for a little bit. No, you're right. And and he was, and and even if he tried, dude, he fucking fucked his hand up. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. So even if he got his hand around him, he saw him always going for like grabbing, like grimacing and, and balling up that, that, that fist. Like, ah, you know? So, uh, yeah, man, he, uh, dude, that he, he had that like kind of, it looked like almost like a, a throwback, but he, he, he reversed it into like a stunner. Yeah. That was, um, I was trying to figure out what exactly that was. It like, I'm telling you, I, he like, he tried to get him in the crossroads. He like, reversed behind him yeah and like you know pushed himself to launch himself over him and literally just caught oh, him yeah, over yeah, with, yeah. A, with like a, yeah, like a it was stunner. like a standing like diamond, diamond dust, dust. Yeah, yeah there you that's, go that's, that's, that's kind of yeah. what it was yeah which I, I 
yeah, that, that awesome. thing was really like, oh, wow, that happened. Yeah, no, I um, I really enjoyed the match because it was I mean, definitely unique. Uh, it it was a down. different type of uh, uh, opponent for Cody. You're right. And, you're right. And 100%. so, uh, it, but it, it went down me, to the wire, bro. Yeah, it did. And I was just gonna bring that in. Was I thought uh, the inclusion of time limits is something I, I really like, man. Um, you know, it makes uh, yeah. it feel a little bit more down, to, like you said, down to the wire. So when it announced, it, it was like, what? Ten minutes. You, you five see minutes. Brandy like, come on, come on. You got five minutes. Yeah. Come on, come on, come on. Doing come on. what like, she's supposed to do. Yeah, hundred yes, percent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like rallying her man, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Um, but yeah, man, it, it ended in a no contest draw, uh, which to me was a surprise finish. Uh, but again, it helped to make Darby Allen look like a contender again because as a newcomer in AEW, you know, I would think it had to impress the live crowd and you know the millions or thousands. And I don't know the numbers in front of me, but you know, obviously, many people that were watching at home streaming it. You know, to see this quote unquote young kid not, not only hang with mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes, but like again outlast the time limit. So like Cody, Cody couldn't even beat the time limit. Yeah, I mean you they know, said so. it, it wasn't necessarily a sellout. Uh, back to your comment about like how many people were there, uh, but the, a lot of that was due to scalpers unable to sell. You know, but you know buying up tickets but not being able to unload it. You know, what I mean, which I hate when people fucking a bunch do, of man. Busters. Yeah, man, just like leave it. To the people who want to see it, you Just know what like I mean. You want to get feed off the supply and demand, but whatever, yeah. man. But uh, yeah, no, man. It was uh, it, it, so yeah. You're right. It did go down to the wire. It was a draw. We thought we were going to get five more minutes, which I thought yeah, was going to be great. You it know? looked like that was going to be the case, but uh, I mean, I think you may want to. you want to yeah. steer the ship here, man? Yeah, because no. Here's the thing. Now I knew that Sean Spears signed on not too yep. long ago, right? And then I did hear that he was going to get a pretty big push, which I thought was cool. Makes sense. I mean, not to say if you're buddies with uh, Cody, you're going to get a it, big it doesn't push, hurt, but, but yeah, yeah. But you saw what Cody had to say, you know, regarding um, him, yeah, and, yeah, and just in short, that he's a good hand, and any company would be great to have him you know if we could figure it out we'll figure it out they obviously figured it out he was in a battle royal or the casino battle royale i should say at double or nothing and uh yeah man i mean i did hear this but yeah he, right when they're about to get five minutes it looks like he's trying to figure it out sean spears appears uh the former ty dillinger of a uh, you know nxt and wwe yeah uh, he appears with a steel chair in hand and uh, even brandy's there going what are you doing you know and you know Literally, Cody just turns around and walks right into probably the nastiest unprotected chair shot uh, I had said that I had seen since the uh, I Quit match between Mick Foley and The Rock. I mean, for me, and there were several of those, and and you know, what I mean, because you're talking about Foley getting being handcuffed while taking I mean, headers. For me, I mean? it was real reminiscent of a. Uh... Of Balls Mahoney. Oh, yeah. Some ECW it wasn't type of shit. That, I mean, I've, he's definitely gone louder with how hard he's whacked people in the head with a chair. But it was, you know, not too far. It wasn't, I would say, maybe if not in that neighborhood, it was definitely lived around the corner. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like 100%. It, like, it was just like, holy he, shit. He literally cracked him in the dome, bro. Like, and, I mean, yeah. Excalibur said it, but. It really he 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 brained him with yeah. that shit. Yeah, I was man. I was scared immediately. Like literally, I'm watching it live, right? And I was doing move sets. At the I same was hella time. surprised. I was and like, then I God looked damn. up and I was like, "Holy shit!" I just said it like out loud, very concerned, and like I just felt my heart start racing. And I was like, "Holy shit, man!" Like that looked bad. And I'm thinking, uh, I mean, shit. Like I, I'm thinking for sure that's a concussion. You know, what I, I mean? like like for me, I'm like. 
And, and then even when Brandy came in, and then he looked like he was going to raise it to her, I was like, yo, what the fuck is going <laughs> I, on yeah, right now? I mean, you have to admit, like, how you think or have I have I been in PG I mean? wrestling world for too long that Maybe. this is too much for me? I mean, see, that's the thing. It's Will like, I get through the unsanctioned match? I mean, dude, like, <laughs> you know like, I mean? like, because like, me being a Thai guy or uh, or just a Sean Spears guy, whatever, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Not whatever. I two years guy. now. I got to get used to it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I was like, what is what is happening? What is going on? You know what I mean? But I was like, okay, I guess they're setting him up uh, to go against Cody at, at All Out. Because, you know, he's supposed to be yeah. teaming with his brother for, for, for uh, Fight, for, Fight the for the Fallen. Which is apparently two his, weeks from now. Yeah, you know which I mean? is insane, you know, considering how much he was bleeding in the 12 yeah. stitches. And the, but, the, yeah, the, and I mean, he, what dude? he did what, not get the concussion, just to yeah, let the no, listeners which know. Is, yeah, he, like, I mean, like Quincy just said, he, he you know, there was a doctor on site. They weren't playing with that. Um, if you guys watched the show, you saw how serious it was. It pretty much stopped most of the show. Yeah. Um, they got to the point where the commentators were being, you know, basically relied on to guide the ship, and they had a camera right on them. And, I mean, you could Visibly see. Visibly shaking. Yeah, like yeah. Excalibur was fumbling his words. You see him the, scolding the, himself a like a he's shaking. A lot of quiet voices. Yeah, a lot of quiet voices. And quiet voices. And, you know. I've seen here. Down to Jim Ross just saying out loud, like, sorry, it's chaos right well, now, guys, I mean, like, which which is, makes you believe, like, we got a lot of voices on our earpieces right now. Yeah, you know I don't know. I mean, because remember but, I told you, I was like, it seemed like the other two guys were like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> then, man. But JR is like, oh, I've been here well, before, did you, buddy. Did you see the referee? The yeah. referee, like, she had her hands up and she was like, oh, Ooh. like, you see her grab her head, like, oh, my God. Hey, what's going on, you guys? It's Quincy Jones Go from the Quincy Jones Show podcast. And I just wanted to take a little bit of time out to shine some light on you guys. That's right, the fans, the listeners. The reason why we not only keep this show going on a weekly basis, but we try to keep it as entertaining as we can on a weekly basis. So, again, wanted to reach out with a huge thank you from the KJS crew. Let you guys know that we not only appreciate your feedback, but we also appreciate the lovely support you've had for us the last couple of years. You've been rocking with us for a while, and I definitely want to extend the opportunity for you guys to give us your honest feedback. All you got to do is hit us up at the Quincy Jones Show at gmail.com. Maybe you have a suggestion for the show, a new segment maybe. Maybe you like the way we uh, delivered something. Maybe you thought we could address something a little bit better. Definitely hit us up, the Quincy Jones Show at gmail.com. Again, if you maybe you have a, a suggestion for a superstar we can get over for the How to Get Over segment. Or if you're a guest that is giving back to the wrestling culture right now would like to be on the show, hit us up, the Quincy Jones Show at gmail.com. Furthermore, if you're an uh, up-and-coming wrestler, maybe a, a, a former wrestler who's just been released, maybe you're an up-and-coming uh, a wrestling promotion opening up and you need us to come and commentate, you know we got that dope-ass commentary. Again, hit us up. The Quincy Jones Show at gmail.com. And I want to also urge you guys to not only uh, share and like and everything on SoundCloud and CastBox, but don't forget to review us on iTunes and don't forget to recommend us to your friends on Facebook. Again, appreciative of all the feedback and support. You have any questions, hit us up. The Quincy Jones Show at gmail.com. Go. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, featuring the best damn commentary team on the planet. Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? He's the third man. What the hell is going on here? That's right, ladies and gentlemen. AEW has another leg up in WWE aside from Pyro. Creative freedom and a lighter schedule. There's unprotected chair shots in the modern era of professional wrestling. Mm. Good God. You know, the Monday Night Wars are really off. You know what I mean? But, like... You know, 100%, like, I, I was thinking maybe it was exactly what you said. Maybe I've been lost in the PG sauce too much. 
You know yeah, what I mean? Well, yeah, because well, maybe I'm, I've and, been and, sensitized but, now. But but or maybe that because I was gonna say because we started with this stuff or we didn't yeah. used to bat an eye at this. No, crap. bro, we used to like. You know what we, I mean? We we couldn't wait for Friday to watch an hour of ECW, oh, which was never enough on T. Was it TNN? Yeah. Like we like we were that was our favorite part. Like I mean, yeah, we had Mondays watching people. Yeah, like, Dub C Dub and Raw. Then then we had what Thunder and SmackDown. But then yeah. Friday was. ECW. I it mean, was only an hour. The only place I mean? you could sit up there and watch someone get their back exploded with with a freaking PS4 or a PS2 or mm-hmm. like a laptop, a car door, mm-hmm. fucking anything. Like, anything New Jack wants would, to bring that you night. Would basically, see yeah. Some, you know what I mean. So it's like yeah. we, we were 100 percent desensitized. Yeah, it's just been the, a while since it's. Just, yeah. it's the, the, the culture has pulled away from that kind of violence. But, so but, when we saw it, it was de- definitely shocking all. Yeah, and um. First thing Jr. said, you know, that came out. The first thing that came out of his mouth was, "Oh, oh God, he didn't even get a hand up." Yeah, and I don't, you know, they do try to sell he got a hand up to protect, and sometimes yeah. it's also, in my opinion, used to cover up the fact that they didn't get all of it. So people will go, "Oh, that's fake. He didn't really hit him in the head of chairs." Like, no, that's supposed to be logic. Like, I mean, you're, if you're someone's, you know, swinging has a, something yeah. at you and you don't want to take a header, you're like, Fuck, yeah, 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 you're I gonna guess at I'll least try my, to block it. Yeah, like you're gonna. The, the less of two evils is like, well, I mean, yeah. I got two arms. Fuck. I'd rather shatter <laughs> my forearm. It's like than, if someone's going to swing a, a fist at you, you're going to sit up there and, and let them hit you? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? You got to protect yourself. So I was like, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, man, it, it's, it's, well, there's two things I did want to say coming out of this because I know a lot of people were concerned about like CTE and, and concern, uh, concussion possibly. Mm-hmm. And, like and you I, said, I want to add to there, there hasn't been, you know, there's been a confirmation that he didn't get a concussion, but no concussion. Um, they did interview Tony Khan about uh, the, the, the chair shot. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there, there's people talking about, you know, so the next morning, yeah. you, you know, and people were asking him, you know, and uh, you know, regarding that, the, the, the chair shot and also the sanctioned match or the unsanctioned match, I should say with uh, Moxley and Janela, you know, is that something they can expect on when the TV deal comes in? And he said, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. You know, even though some people actually got to stream this, this was a pay-per-view for a few different countries across the world, mm-hmm. and which is why, you know, we knew we would be able to get over, you know, be able to get get away with the stuff that we pretty much, you know, do what they plan to do, but they know when it's TV, it's not going to be like this at all, which, you know. Yeah. That- yeah, the word he used about that chair shot and that spot, because uh, the other thing I, I want to get out there is that spot, was planned yeah. to be an unprotected chair shot, but the chair was gimmicked. Now, I don't know what that means in the loose term, uh, but like apparently it was prepped to, it, yeah. to be you know, a safe spot. But uh, I, I don't know if it was the way that Sean swung the chair or if they underestimated the impact it would have when he actually gave it a real swing or whatever. Um, you know, you could see the lip of the chair, like – really blast him in the head and it's one of those things where it's kind of just a miracle that cody had the wherewithal to turn his neck last second and not that, take it right to the yeah. front of the dome you know but uh and then consequently you will see you know him bleeding out the back of his head and even excalibur said a, you saw a flake of skin i didn't see that yeah like, like but, a flap like yeah I mean, but i was like you know it, it was definitely quite the gash yeah, you no, saw from the lip of that. Yeah, it wasn't like a freaking like you know, mm-hmm. freaking flying off its head like a toupee or nothing. Yeah, but you, you definitely could see like, oh, okay, that's where the blood's coming from. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but that, another yeah. interesting note is that. But he said it was regrettable. Uh, was yeah, his, he, okay. He, that that was his word. He's yeah, I, I could see, understand why. But see, Josh Barnett. Mm-hmm. He's been very vocal, saying like, you guys need to stop talking about it, stop talking about it negatively. 
and just let it do what it was supposed to be doing, which is what it's getting people talking about it. Like you need to like mm. he's basically saying that you guys are need to stop doing damage control on it and just act like it's it is what it was supposed to be and that's I mean it just it is what it is. Yeah. So that that's his opinion on it. He thinks that they shouldn't even be so outspoken about trying to protect their house on it, but it, you know, it is a different world where back then that you know the, the concussion thing wasn't so much a concern um all the time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, though it, it was happening of, more times than, than, yeah. than we knew about, you know, because there's a lot of accountability to be taken uh, from a company. I mean, I should, who, you yeah. know, it's kind of like the NFL. I mean, you got these guys who leave after, you know, obviously like someone like Junior Seau, you know, what I mean, yeah, like guys that end up having mental in, problems, the field, yeah. you know, and kill themselves, and and it and it's just one of those things where. Um, it sucks, man. Well, it, it, it's it's that's not what what you know what I mean, like, should be happening at all, you know? Like, I mean, it's it's one of those things where it kind of chews you up and spits you out, right? Well, I mean, I sent, dude, I sent you that, that video, that clip of uh, Ben Wavre's Triple H, and, dude, he wasn't taking care oh of him. Oh, my God. That was yeah, ridiculous, yeah, That right? was he, a really bad he, clothesline dude, to the back of the head. He, he didn't take care of him at all. At all. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, was, it was almost like... Like he did it. It's Malicious almost like intent. he wanted to yeah, hurt him. Yeah, yeah. It, that's what it looked like. He was working way too snug. Yeah, it was really, you know. So you see things like that. You're like, dude, that that can never yeah. happen. Like, yeah. nowadays, man. Like that's too, that's too much. You know. Yeah, so, real talk. But no, um, he um, yeah, man. I, I <laughs> but but you know, one of the things that I had to laugh at, if anything, is once Sean Spears left the ring. Who's the first person to come out to try oh, to chase yeah. him off? And that's MJF. Yeah, man. It was, And even Excalibur had said, you know, like, it's worth noting he is the first guy here. And SCU came out, which I thought, like, yeah. you know, you really saw, like, okay, no, this is for real. You know what I mean? But Spears did look good in that moment. And I hope it does, you know, I just hope it doesn't shake Cody because I was really scared of that glassy-eyed look he had. And he looked yeah, like he was he a little embarrassed up. a little bit. Yeah, like when he sat up and – you know, I don't know what was supposed to happen if, if he was supposed to just storm off after that or if they just killed what was happening. But, yeah, man, it, it, after that happened, everything kind of just stopped. It was melee, you know, in a sense, because it's Cody, man, and everyone wants Cody to be all right. And, you know, I'm a Cody guy, man. That's that's my favorite wrestler nah, of the day. I, how you think and I feel? So, I'm, like, I'm like, oh, man, they're about to – Oh man, yeah. it's gonna be awkward talking to Doc about this one. Oh man, <laughs> like yeah, for sure. But you know, it was must to your point, with MJF man. He had tweeted, "Please leave me alone at this time. I'm grieving over what has happened to my best friend slash mentor, Cody Rhodes." Fuck Sean Spears. <laughs> so I don't know um, if it's gonna end up being something where them two will get into a to a uh, some sort of beef you know over cody's behalf or what i mean in the meantime maybe i, I know the involved. everybody keeps saying the money feud is in mjf and hangman page but you know what on uh, behalf of kjs definitely want to wish uh, cody a speedy recovery even yeah. though it looks like he already, too. he already had a speedy recovery as he was right back in the production area running the damn show as doc would say like a fucking g yep um yep, yep. It's just crazy, yeah. man. And uh, it was it was his birthday like the said, next oh. day, and I felt like you know what the oh. fact that he didn't get a concussion might have been his the best, gift, bro. His best yeah, thing. you know, his, what dad, mean? So, his dad was like, oh no, no, baby. Yeah, okay. and I just loved how uh, Jim Ross also just <laughs> kind of kept it off and said, yeah, it's kind of a Rose Rhodes family trait. You know, just like rolling, to, just basically to, to to you know, but I felt like he was allu- alluding to. Just bleeding out your fucking head yeah, and keeping it moving. I, I was just gonna like, say because like you had fucking uh, you had Dustin Ronald, uh, uh, D- Dustin Rhodes mm-hmm. last uh, at, at Double or Nothing. Of course, you know it's no secret how Dusty gets down. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like Definitely, yeah. yeah. Um, but again, you know, no reports of concussion. Twelve uh, st- uh, staples, which is ugh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But, which means they had to hold that bitch together. But you know what? Uh, definitely, like I said, wish him well. Happy birthday. 
And um, hopefully we can keep you guys updated on Cody's status for Fire for the Fallen, if at all, in the next two weeks. And uh, just health uh, health-wise overall uh, moving forward. But um, speaking of moving forward, we're at the quote-unquote main event yeah. of the show, which was the Elite, the, the Elite, elite uh, versus the Lucha Bros and uh, the new uh, face in the building, uh, Laredo Kid. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, been a guy. He's been doing this thing for a little bit, especially, especially in Chipola. 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 And uh, they actually wanted, uh, I, I think it's El Hijo de Vikingo, or the Viking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, uh, like, uh, a guy, I think that's his gimmick, but he couldn't get his visa in time. So, uh, he, he had a match with yeah. Laredo Kid. So yeah, that's yeah. what got him, to, you know. Because so uh, well, originally there. it was Pac, but, you know, we, yeah. know, we know about that. Yeah. You know, but, no, yeah, this was a pretty good match. Um, I What I liked was, uh, you know, they gave the whole anticipation, what's the gear going to be? Well, I was going to say so that. They, 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 the play up to the match was great with the backstage promos. Again, we're talking about how they lost their gear. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Kenny's saying, oh, no, we got gear. And then, then you know, we don't have gear. And then it yeah. cuts to the gear is awesome. <laughs> so we were like, what? what is it? You know, so uh, obviously the reveal had to be something good as per usual with the BTE crew. Mm-hmm. And, um, again, with the Fighter Fest event being also sponsored by the CEO gaming tournament that was going on. Uh-huh. Uh, that was also taking place during that weekend where Kenny Omega... Obviously, a prominent face and representative of AEW making rounds and doing the promo stuff with the cross promotions and uh, all that stuff. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, it was genius. You know, with that yeah. cross demographic there, obviously, anyone knows. Uh, it's, it's just it's widely known that uh, Kenny Omega is a video game guy. So, oh, yeah. uh, the fact that they uh, played to the much entertaining choice of uh, Street Fighter and, you know, got to stay yeah. with the classics. We had Ken. Yep. We had uh, Ryu. And we had Akuma, which yeah. was awesome. Yeah, and I thought it was really dope that it was uh, Kenny that uh, played Akuma. Oh, of course. And, you know, of course, we had the fan redo this whole <laughs> the Batista, Batista, you know, like runaway fan bit from WWE. Uh, you know what I mean? And, again, I don't know. I mean, I know they have this kind of funny obsession with Batista and the size of his dick. I guess, well, I mean, I guess it's, it's not a just big them. wrestling thing. But, yeah, yeah they, it's, but a, they it's, play a shoot, it. it's a shoot interview thing. Like, they always do like, oh, who's so uh, – you know how big a dude. like they ask everybody who was anyone that could have been in the locker room with him at any point. That's so funny, man. Yeah, dude, girl or guy. Yeah, yeah. And so I thought it was just one of those like, oh hey, another BTE Easter egg. But I know the same time they kind. Of, I know Batista kind of made headlines not too long ago. Uh, he was doing a. It was at a um, press junket for Stuber with that Uber related movies coming out in and uh with Chris Van Vliet actually and he had interviewed him and uh, obviously AEW had come up uh you know because you're not going to interview like The Rock or Batista about the movie and not ask about a Wrestlemania moment if you're a wrestling fan of yeah of course I mean I mean so but he he was adamant about saying his his, you know he was done yeah which I thought so I mean yeah you know Mm -hmm. and but yeah he said he doesn't think There'll be direct competition, and I don't think he was rude about it. But uh, it's you know eyebrow raising too to see mm, is that a hey, well, we could you know last time we we uh, broke a throne we could do we could do something with you too. Well, well <laughs> you I, yeah, yeah, I mean? that's what I was thinking. But I'm also wondering. I'm like you know he could be saying that, but you know with that guy's shooting schedule, same as like The Rock or somebody else. It's like I mean who knows if they really have time to watch it. I do know. I think I believe The Rock said he was watching. Uh, Fighter Fest or uh, Double One, he was watching one or the other. Yeah, they, they made a, a reference about oh, that, it was actually Fighter Fest yeah. because Golden Boy during the uh, the uh, 
uh, pre yeah. show was like, yeah, it's my my boy DJ. I'm like, yeah. oh, you call him DJ, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and, and just one note too before we get into we break down this match. Uh, yeah, yeah, something man. I thought was funny after Fighter Fest was done was Blink 182 had actually tweeted out a picture of a cheese sandwich. Like in a styrofoam little thing, <laughs> and, and it's saying, "Yo, Kenny o at Kenny Omega, the check didn't clear, and catering was ill, so we had to bounce next time." That's and, so then, awesome. and then he replied saying, "I swear I'll fix this for next time, guys." Fighter Fest two question mark. Oh no! And that's the thing too is um uh, we can talk about this as we keep going is uh it's gonna be a wonderment if this will be an annual thing because it wasn't set to be an AEW event at first. It was something Kenny was doing, and then he talked to Tony. And and Tony was like, okay, it's cool. And so it's he's open to the idea, but I don't know if there'll be a AEW Fighter Fest 2 or 2020 or yeah, whatever yeah. it is. You I, I know wouldn't what I mean? say so, like Fighter Fest is going to be one of their big four or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah but, yeah, but it's forward, definitely but a really interesting demographic. It's, yeah, it's kind it's of the option. same demo, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, But no, yeah, we get the six, man, and we do, you know, and we got incredible stuff, man. Dude, I mean, uh, I just got to say, just first and foremost, I am loving Nick's fucking swag yeah like yeah his, you did say that yeah, um, his whole demeanor the whole match dude, was like yeah, let me yeah. teach these fools why we run dude, this tag we, team this out is, this, bro. Is my, like, this is my shit yeah uh, i mean he had to add the fact that you know obviously young bucks were coming off a uh, a loss from the lucha bros um, yeah losing you know, those yeah, triple, yeah, triple yeah, tag, tag team titles. champions but uh championships but yeah man it was total non-stop action but it was not generation me it was the young bucks and the best bout machine doing what they fucking do best uh against an elite uh, team of luchadors in their own right as well. Yeah. Um, dude, Phoenix was taken in the air like a maniac, obviously launching himself onto uh, Nick and, and Matt Jackson on the outside yeah, of the ring with a Spanish fly. Yeah. Uh, there was a spot, I don't know if anyone caught this, there was a spot where Phoenix was actually on the floor with Nick and then he jumped from the floor, yeah. springboard to the bottom rope, and then took out the both bucks out with like a head scissors or like yeah, the, his vertical. a head scissor or arm drag combo thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Bruh, like yeah, you were born was stupid. You was born on the ropes, like God, yeah, man. man. Like this dude, yeah. Like, just... I mean, it was, this match was exactly what we expected it to be. Um, it was. I don't want to say it was a bit of a spot fest. I think it played to the home crowd because um, it's what we expected it yeah, to be. You know, yeah. I mean, and it's just good wrestling by everyone involved. I thought Laredo Kid had a really good showing. You know, yeah. he had that really cool like missile type of or torpedo headbutt type of suicide dive to the outside. Uh, but we got cool stuff. And, like, Matt was really flexing, too. He had that really dope-ass uh, destroyer that he snapped off. Oh, he, I don't he, he know kept... if that was supposed to be him stealing it from Oh, yeah, he, he, he took one they, and gave one out. So, yeah. Because yeah, cause him, I mean, it, 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 as far as people in that ring, like, literally three, if Matt's going to be doing it regularly, him, Penta, and Phoenix all do it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. kind of regularly in their matches. I mean, so. last time. And, and Jungle Boy. Does. I mean, remember last time he took he took that Poetry Emotion one on the hardest part of the ring. Oh, like, that was yeah. Nothing, yeah you know that was I mean? so, insane. Yeah, um, no one can forget that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, dude, there was a point where uh, Pentagon literally, like, sacrificed his own brother by back body dropping him out of the ring. Oh, yeah. On the Matt Jackson. Uh, yeah, and it wasn't the best landing, but it got the job done. But, whew, um, yeah, the, he there launched was, him. There was a super kick party, and then at one point in a, a Hadouken party. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, and I'm not mad at it. it probably, no, no, I it was, think it maybe it cool. should have happened earlier in the match. You but, know, but, but, but it again, was, the it crowd was well done. Yeah, the crowd would ate it up. Yeah, you know, they especially did. with them being Street Fighter. You yeah, know what I mean, so mm -hmm. it, it just it it for those who who followed Kenny Omega in his career real early in his career, they would know that he's done. He's been doing these things for a while. Yeah, so it's cool to see it kind of come full circle at a bigger kind of crowd and on a bigger platform. You know what I mean? So yep. uh, it, it's like essentially like as if we'd see a. 
you know, ACH doing the stunner again or if we see Ricochet doing the people's elbow on WWE TV. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we would see those things. But, um, yeah. you know, there was also uh, that spot Nick, Nick Jackson did the uh, the 450 on two guys at the same time. Yeah, that was really, um, really cool, man. Was, uh, they were having fun out there. That's what they were no, doing. No, one hundred percent, dude. And, um, and V triggers for uh, just for days. I, I think Fucking... the, the one of the things I also loved is like how Matt was like, I'm like, okay, I guess his back's good. He, yeah. He's doing those repeating uh, Northern Lights, yeah. Yeah, how just many showing he, out. How, how many did he snap off this time? Because the last time it was Maybe only five. Two. Yeah, Maybe it was five because he was... did like two to one person, two to another person. Oh, and he did a, du- a tandem one. I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah. So, which was I, I didn't but see it that was more release. Yeah, yeah that's, it, was, it was dope. Yeah, it was dope. Um. Action was wild. I personally was not too familiar with uh, Laredo Kid coming in, but he definitely did his thing, made me into a believer. Yeah, he made and, a mark. Uh, made his mark. I would love sure. to see him more in AEW in the future eventually, uh, become an actual fan of his. Uh, first, he needs to, like, stack up some wins. Um, yeah. You know, uh, as the the elite uh, picked up the win. Uh, One-winged yeah. angel, one, two, three. Yeah. But uh, Mr. Omega did not say goodnight or goodbye just yet, but more on that later. Yeah, and and that would be the end of the quote-unquote official card, and then it would be the lights-out match, which would be, you know, it was funny because I was talking to Mark, you know, the guy who flew east for the summer, turned his back on the podcast, that fucking Mark. He's fucking disrespecting the family. He's family. (laughs) He's lucky his fucking brother's over there, Bobby Boulders. He's lucky Bobby Boulders Boulders holds him high in regard. In Baltimore. This he is lucky he has not known. The McFly boys. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I was talking to Mark, man, and I was just like, uh, what do you think is going to main event? I'm thinking Janela versus Mox because I'm like, it's his debut. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. How is that not, like... Like he, he put the most in viewership Japan, in the last hour. Yeah, you yeah. know, and uh, especially when it became an unsanctioned match, I said, "How do you follow that?" In my head, like I'm not yeah. trying to see a six man after that. And he he was like, "No, nah, it's probably gonna be the six man. I bet it'll be like the under, you know, the co main event." I was like, "Ah," and then it was like, "Ah." Oh. I guess technically we were both right because it's lights out, you know. But, um, no, man, this match did just did not disappoint. Uh. I mean, let's be honest here. Once Moxley was a lock for AEW, that was instantly. You know the one the, of the dream least, one at least two names. Flowing, you know, yeah. in terms of death matches, you're thinking him or you're thinking Jimmy Havoc. And Jimmy Havoc, I actually he just had a recent interview with Chris Van Vliet, and uh, which is yeah, I want to watch. Which, that. It's, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty just it's pretty uh, it's pretty humorous. But uh, yeah, he, he's actually already uh, confirmed. Like yeah, I already asked him. Like death, I'm trying to get that death match. Yeah, and I would love to see it, man. I mean, because. Yeah. Those guys, you know, because Jimmy Havoc's a different guy than Janela. And the thing is, I, I just got to dive right into it, man, because like, I was excited to see it. It's a hardcore match or hardcore fans wet dream to see those two tear it up because they both have kind of walked for, similar shoes, parallel yeah. shoes, and being legends in CZW. You and know and good saying? for Janela, too. And because blazing the trails. You like, know, I, I don't know. all. I know Janela does a lot with GCW, and he gets booked a lot. I mean, we we obviously know Janela with his days at CZW, Danzig, yep. everything. But I don't know if he's ever been on a, a widely televised like pay-per-view. Yeah. And the fact that he's in the, pay, in the main event. It's a great look. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, so, no, and he did a great job. I no, mean, yeah, let's they, be honest, he's got great awesome. facials, yeah, man. like for sure. But like, yeah, man, I, I, we can go for days. I mean, I love how it started out. It's like real stiff, man. Like, um, you know, Ambrose came out looking great. Uh, they're going around the ring already, like you said. Like he got busted up in the hallway, taking a, a header to the ring post, old yeah, school man. square ring posts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you were saying, and 
Um, I just liked it the all, corners, man. man. Like, the corners of, clippy, bro. Yeah, and it had a real ECW feel. The guy fucking tosses him his prosthetic leg. He hits him <laughs> with it. He tosses it back to yeah, him. You know man. what I mean? They put that uh, table out there. Uh, that gets used for a real gnarly Ru- Russian leg sweep, you know, oh, later man. in the match. That was real dope. Um, I love that. That, that spot was awesome, actually. Yeah, like, it was. Because the way that he, he caught him. He's mm-hmm. like, all right, man. Oh, I got you, bitch. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, just definitely. woke, just woke up and just sacrificed himself for, you know. Yeah, because he knew he needed, you know, because he needed, he it, needed to create some space. And, oh yeah, and, yeah, man. I mean, you know, and because they pulled out that chair pretty early too. Yeah, and I was just gonna bring that up. I loved, love, man, how John set that chair up because that is a Janela like, like staple. That that whole spot. He never, I've never seen footage of Janela hitting that move. That sit down where he sits you down in the chair and he sentons on you. Oh, the okay. person almost always moves that I've seen, and he just crushes the chair. So <laughs> I knew it was coming up. You know, what I mean, he... as soon as I saw, it. and I loved how John picked it up, opened it, and kind of sat down, like look at him, like look at you, man, like what are you doing? Come on, man. and then he was able to turn around and sit him down, but he saw it coming and he flipped right on. And I thought it was great because I know what kind of reaction that spot gets. So on something like this, a fighter fest, like you know, yeah. where everyone's streaming it, watching. Yeah, yeah I was like, I know that's gonna be like, oh, okay, I need to keep watching because, like, like you said, yeah. it did come early, but earlier than what the barbed wire it's, boards. Well, but I was gonna say, you know but it, I mean? but it set it set the mood. Oh yeah, because we didn't know what they were, we know it's unsanctioned. Yeah. We've had unsanctioned matches before. More times than not, it's a slow Triple H type of unsanctioned yeah. match. No shade, just calculated, saying. but it's close lines it, over the barricade, and you're like, oh, okay, they're going in the crowd. It's one of those <laughs> things where there's only a niche uh, demographic that knows John Moxley, CZW, yep. everything. Yeah, but there's a wider a wider amount of people of of, of audience that know him as Dean Ambrose and, and you know, unfortunately how, you know, the quote Joey Janela, mm-hmm. you know, a PG-13 version of himself. Yeah. So it's like this is the first time we get to see, like, like to me, I feel like this match is everything that we wanted, that, that what he wanted to see or at least try in the Brock match that yeah. he was talking about. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, true. After hearing him, you know, almost like salivate talking about how he just wanted to try these things. Yeah. And it's like to and, see. And hearing like how he was getting blown off and like. Yeah, just, so, so to see you know. see that he's working with a, a guy with a like mind. Yeah. And, and, and it's unsanctioned and it's the and last match. And you know match. Joey's like all about this is pain, gonna, dude. He's, he's yeah. literally got a documentary called. Please don't, don't die. die. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Dude, he had a cigarette uh, it's fucking stapled, stapled to, his, to his face. You yeah. know what I mean? So you know it's like, I mean? but yeah, man, did this so did, this was great. Yeah, like um, I, I could literally run through spots, bro. Like I was going to say, I mean, I, I, all I, like, you know what I did is I, all I did was write down the weapons because yeah. I knew that's how I'd remember them. But it's like, uh, I mean, the barbed wire, the barbed chair. wire chair when they brought that out, bro. Yo, I love savagery. I loved the, the detail in. What are those bloody napkins? And then they like out of nowhere, a uh, golden boy is like, "Those are from his hands from when he wrapped the wrapped the barbed wire around the chair." And I'm oh. thinking, "Oh, okay, that's that, okay, shit. That, that that's a kind of like some story, like because you you know, I'll play this. The what reason I like that the little small detail about it was I because think I even caught that. Really? I was, okay, I, I was like, I saw those. And I was like, what is that? Like, that's, well, if you notice, there were blood. Yeah, it was blood stained on the, yeah. on the napkin. So they were saying, "Oh, that must be from." His hands mm-hmm. when when you know when he's wrapping the barbed wire around the chair because not you know more times than not we see all kinds of weird ass fucking 
shit under foreign objects under the yeah, wing yeah. with no explanation to how they got there. True. But, but when you sit up there and you talk about you know these guys knowing they're going to go to war and have this match, oh, it's and easy. they, pre, they it's, went it's, and pre-wrapped it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, so, so to hear him say like, oh, that you know, this is why it's like that. We don't just keep barbed wire chairs under here all the time. Yeah, yeah. like he went and prepared this, knowing he had this unsanctioned. Look at the match, sacrifice yeah. he went through to 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 make this weapon. To, to craft this weapon that he wants to use against this guy. Yeah. So I, I thought that it, it kind of pushed that factor a little bit. I, I dug that. Yeah, um, no, I, I, I liked how, um, shit, man, he, he took that chair and he had Joey on the floor right next to the, uh, the corner and he put that chair on his chest and just fucking stomped on it dude, and, and we, pressed down. I was like, God. And we've seen him, we've seen him do Savagery, that that, that move like, before, yeah. Where he you know he slams his 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 heel on his opponent's yeah, like chest and, or gut or like kind of grind it. But yeah. no, this was yeah, this was different. This was yeah. uh, that kind of set the tone too. That kind of lets you know where it was gonna because you see the chair and and he misses and he falls onto the chair and then you see the table getting set up and then you see him get busted over in the hallway and then you see this. Barbed wire, it like escalates. There's a barbed wire wrapped chair now, and it's just like you know, you stomp, you see you're right. it pressing into his chest. Yeah, you see, and you're it. like, oh my god, you know, and it's like his arms and the, everything, you know. The, so, and then his facials. I mean, his, yeah. his his reactions is like he's selling it, but I don't mm-hmm. think he's selling it a whole lot. He, I, it's, I even it's, like it's, when uh, it's, it's literally him probably just screaming. Yeah, <laughs> like, bro, because like even when Je- he went out to the front to grab, I think to get a table or something at that point, that might have been when they were setting up the double tables. Oh, maybe. okay. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and um, and I know I'll let you take it from there on that part, but I just liked how Joey was inside and he flipped them off. And he's I was like going to bring up the, the chopping him, and then he slides in. He's like, oh, oh, like you see him, like, no, but, oh, shoot, shoot, no, 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 like, 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 please don't beat me up. But what I loved about so it, I, it, I love his facials, man. You, I don't know if you hear, you hear Ambrose like, are you fucking crazy? Yeah, yeah. Are you, are you fucking serious? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I love Moxley. Like, yeah. I love. I'm like he because he's like, stop saying Ambrose then. It's like he's over here, like over here setting up these tables, and then he looks up and this guy's laughing at him and flipping off. Yeah. He's like. You really gonna fucking laugh at me yeah. right now, kid? Like I'm about to fucking yeah. fuck your shit up, and dog. That's and why it's... I think it's funny when he goes to the crotch chop after. It's like, oh my, come on, dude. Like it, it was. It, I, I mean, uh, were the two tables? Was that was that before they pulled out the barbed wire like boards? Um, I remember there was one that I remember was early. One uh, was pulled out. Um, I'm trying to remember what. Happened on uh, yeah, well, Janela uh, kind of did a running DVD to Moxley on it. Okay, yeah, so that was the, the one that they leaned on in the corner. Yeah, so I yeah, I think what happened was I think Mox brought that in and set it up, but he didn't use it. I think he went through it. <laughs> That's what it sounds like, right? Yeah, he yeah, and then and then, yeah, you're right because the one that Joey Janela set up to like hang across the uh, the apron and the uh, guardrail, he went through that one too. So they went uh, they went through the the boards that they set up. Yeah, that's right. He, How did Joey go through that one? He got him in like the AA over the road. He did the same thing he did. Oh, with, that's right. And he like yeah. kind of sat him on his ass through the. Yeah, that's <laughs> that was the that was the spot I was trying to remember. Yeah, um, and then but those two tables though. Yeah, man. And then you know, we also had Janella. Bring out and I loved how you know it was by design. The yellow mm-hmm. ladder. Yep. Sets that bitch up, and proceeds to jump. Well, he climbs up and then jumps. Almost from the top, dude, with one of the most perfect looking fucking elbow drops. Yeah. Just so beautiful, bro. It, it, it was, it, that Form was, uh, was on point. Yeah, man. it was a highlight real elbow. Like, even when they finally showed the highlight at the end where they had like the, the pan view mm-hmm. and, and like the, the zoom out, and I was like, oh my God, that was so graceful. Yeah. And, like, and, and yeah, he, John took the shit. He took you know that what I mean? shit. Man. He, it, it, man, it wasn't like one of those like little weenie ones that they do at the top of the uh, the ladder. 
in WWE or like the top of the uh, uh, the what's it called the um, the Elimination Chamber. Oh yeah, you know nah, what I mean. Like nah, nah, nah. two K full extension on that shit, bro. Uh, oh, like, oh no, I, elbow, see, like, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like no fear in that man's eyes. Hit yeah, hit nah, one of the he, best elbow drops I've ever seen. No, bro. Look, yeah, it was almost like he was and like, I'm, I'm sticking Moxley. this. Like even if I overshoot it, I'm I'm still gonna stay. Like he had so much confidence in that liftoff, like for sure. And you're right, the pan out looked great. He looked like a million bucks. Like that's the thing about Joey Janela is he's like. Mick Foley in that sense that he's more famous for how, you know, his his uh, pain threshold versus his win-loss record and how many <laughs> titles he's got, you know what I mean? And because I was even going to – I was just thinking right now, like, you know, I'm used to seeing him in in trunks and he had tights on and I feel like maybe that should have been an indication something that, <laughs> yeah, that he was going to be taking, uh, yeah, you know, right. some sort of sharp uh, object, you know yep. what I mean, which – you know, we we did see also Mox um, pull out he, a bucket. He did pull out a bucket, but I was going to talk about that that uh, kind of old school like rhino spear. That he oh, hit. you're he right. Yeah, that corner table that was dope. But now let's get to the bucket, sir. Let's Man, get to you that. Know, fucking you know, bucket. you know what I thought it was going to be at first, and you're going to laugh at me. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Mitch. Uh, I would have been hot if it was Mitch. Well, though. no, I, I would have thought it would have been funny because if it's a potted plant, it's you know he could have taken it. The thing out of the pot, yeah, and would have had the, the fucking tax underneath it. That would have been okay. Funny. That I would have, I would have taken that way because the only thing I was gonna say is maybe if he took it out, oh no, it yeah, yeah, a cactus. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't mean to like he, crack him in the head with fucking yeah, Mitch. Yeah, no, like, no, oh, no, no, yeah, no. like I'm just like I'm cool because I was just telling uh, he, Tony he, he, he or telling my Mitch. boss, he could have killed Mitch off. Like fuck you, Mitch. Well, no, because I was just <laughs> telling my boss. Uh, I was like, you need to see this. You need to see these oh, highlights. 100%. I was like, this is what should have happened between him and Jericho. I was like, you know how Jericho took all the tax <laughs> last time? <laughs> I was like, I'm sure he sent him a text that night for sure. You know what I mean? Like, because, yeah, that would, yeah, in, in that bucket would be not one bag, but two fucking bags Bro. of thumbtacks. And I was a little worried at that point. That's when I started going, like, my heart rate went up. Like, okay, like, I got I got a love for both men involved. But, John, I hope, like, don't do nothing stupid. Like, what do you, Bro. you know, like, like, bruh. You like, said you said you were excited. I was worried. I, you said I, I, I forgot I, what I you texted me. Cried. Like, yeah. Like I, I, I cringed for sure. Like and uh, that I was just about to get that. That's about that made me cringe. It was like yeah, he throws that. He pours them out. You know what I mean? And he's really just serving it up for the live crowd. You know what I mean? In yeah. No, he and he's in he his bag. Like literally fucking, for man. sure. And and he gets him in the money clip on the fucking. Thumb Is that what tags. it's called? Yeah. That's the money clip. That yeah. That the me and the, Mark the talk crash about. landing, but yeah. not the real crash landing. It's like he he stands and just throws you. Dude, you know no, what he I mean? dude so. he chucked. First of all, no, no, he took his his shoes off. No, that was no, no, no. no. He if you look. He's, oh yeah, that was yeah. before. You're right. He took you're his right. shoes off. Yeah, that, that was, was the first baggie. Yeah, the, the first man. baggie. He took the shoes off. I just got him in the in the yeah. in the money clip and then picked him up. Got Did him in like a atomic drop. Did you see his face though? What, what, when he when he, he got like because like, he's on the floor and he and he like kind of grabs one like a headlock almost, but it's like a footlock I guess where he's taking his boot off. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like, and it's like when he takes the sock off, you kind of see Janela like. Like what the fuck? And what and then you, he is, switches legs and he's like, like wait what? what? No, <laughs> you, just, you just see the panic like, yeah, and, and, he, and you see him kind of elbow him and like still rip it off, you know what I mean? Yeah, he and saw then, that shit, dude. Yeah, like, he definitely, bro. But yeah, that money clip was uh, gruesome, especially with no shoes or socks on. Yeah, but man. yeah, you're right. He set him up like yeah, like a super atomic drop, uh, you know, and just basically spike made it where he would have to plant his feet. Like on, like if on he, that like if you did like if you think about it, like if you don't land on your back. You're gonna have to land on your feet. You're like either way, it's fucking bad. Yeah, yeah. I would, 
I don't know. I mean, because I know how sensitive your feet are, but I mean, I don't know if I want thumbtacks in my butt meat. You know what I'm saying? Nah, <laughs> you know? I mean, like, and, you got tights on for a change. Man, for shit. You know, I mean, and, and that face, like, ah! No, he's so it was he's like, so dude. Oh it was like gosh. in the fact that they were like on it in his heel. Like, yeah. like it wasn't even like like any. I don't like this, even think that was like. I, I felt like no, that, that was, whole thing was shoot. No, that was one hundred percent shoot, dog. Oh the, the my tax, gosh. tax aren't works, bro. Yeah, and then he uh, tax aren't works. You man. know what I did like too is that um uh there was some time between the second bag because then after that. Uh, he ended I up couldn't throwing him through the uh, was it yeah right the kind of the A I don't want to call it A but the the DVD standing DVD out of the ring through uh th- through that board that barbed wire board and then I know he brought him back in no no and, he did no, or he some didn't, or no, some, he didn't do he did that before because there's no way he oh, would have put him through that that barbed wire well, with the his thing feet is, out like oh that. no you're right because I'm wondering you, you know you're right you're right because I just remember when he snapped off the uh, butterfly DDT really nice and I oh, think it was oh that right, was right after yeah that, that, that was right before after he set up the board and then he turned around and walked right into it Janela I mean <laughs> and then he got him in the DVD through it and then I think yeah you're right that's when he got the bucket poured the tax got the money clip the picked him up yeah the feet plant Big atomic plant. Drop. yeah <laughs> but yeah that uh and I, you know and I, that was just something I was going to bring up too that I had read was um and you know New Japan filed a trademark uh the Death Rider to, for marketing purposes, I was so that's why it was, it was called par- the, parading, uh, the paradigm uh, shift. Yeah, yeah. Paradigm, because a lot of people were wondering yeah. what what they were going to call it. Because well, he says he, it in his first promo. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Which and it's funny because I remember um, a lot of us. Uh, I won't say a lot of us, but a lot of fans. And I want to say us because I was watching the video. Uh, this guy was like put up like four different choices he thinks would be good names for that, and that was one of them. Was the paradigm shift? That was like the first one he came up with. Oh, okay. So yeah, no, it's really good. But yeah, I, I had read that like literally the week uh, of the show. I was like, so New Japan, or or they're biting back, they're firing back by taking away the Death Rider like freight. And I don't know if they're successful, but they have filed for it. I don't know if they own it yet, but it's for marketing. So meaning that they're the only ones that can cash in on it. So I was wondering, just like you know, what they were going to call it, but the paradigm shift fitting you know and he got that I mean, on the goddamn thumbtacks dude I, I told you like when he pulled out <laughs> that second bag yeah i, was like, I had what? like i had a creepy like cat cactus jack-esque like shit-eating like smile oh like but still mm-hmm. like kind of like nervous like i yeah. was like because but i was like i was kind of bloodthirsty by then because of the fact that i was wanting to see mox unleashed yeah, and when I saw, I was like, "What?" We like, it was like, "Oh shit!" And then when he, I'm like, "What the fuck is bro, going on?" Like, bro, I'm like I was what on, is he about to do? And I, I was, was like, on the phone with Christina, my wife, <laughs> and on speaker, and I was like, "Holy shit!" And she goes, "Are you okay?" I was like, "Oh yeah, I just saw a guy drill another guy's head on some thumbtacks." I'm watching wrestling right now, but I you know, but it's he, very alarming. But, but like, you know, Mox wins paradigm shift one two three. But he yeah. had his back was shredded up too, bro. Um, did you see that he had, photo? He had, yeah, he had tax. You know, yeah, lower back, back, lower back, ass, for you know, sure. Jeans, uh, and you freaking... know what's funny, and I just want to make note of this. Did you notice the face he had? Right, uh, not just when he got up, like you know, because you could tell the pain. He's like, "Fuck, I have not felt this shock in a while." And, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. But when he, when they play back all the spots, you see him on the ground, and it kind of shows him about to get up, and he doesn't look satisfied. Like in my opinion, he he looked like he didn't like something in that package. Huh. And I'm just like. He says that he is a perfectionist, like like he's you know. Yeah, he's I, like, was thinking, and, and so I was thinking. I was thinking. Wow, like, like maybe... after that, 
And then you so, and, but I, I'm not gonna lie, I smelled it in the air. I could tell something because okay, so he oh, was yeah. lingering a little bit. And then uh, we would see a flying V trigger coming to angle Dude. from uh, no, 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 from no, Kenny no. Omega. I mean, not only just a V trigger, but Kenny Omega beat the fucking yeah, shit yeah, out yeah, of this yeah, guy, yeah, man. No, yeah, he hit a V trigger. Obvious payback. Kyle dro- drove him on a broken piece. already broken tr- piece yeah, of the tr- a, a oh, table, God. and then put that uh, table on top of him. And Dude, I, w- I, was, I was gonna, gonna say, say took how- it took it back to the end New Japan days. But Dude. I feel like that was very unsafe, bro. Like I <laughs> yeah. feel like he could have broke his neck the way he landed because well, he didn't know where he was gonna be. I feel like he kind of overshot. Like, I don't know how you plan for that as Mox because well, he looked to me the from where he was laying. I think it's from different. where he put the table on him. It looked like he landed like right between his shoulders. I think it's different because maybe the the tables in Japan are a little bit strong, sturdier, and smaller. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, where <laughs> like, you, like, you, where you kind of know where the fuck you're gonna be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's because uh, what he did uh, for those who didn't watch was yeah he took the said piece of broken table that he pile drove him on and it was a pretty over, stiff. Over yeah. My mind had a very stiff pile driver. Folded it on him, yeah, just like you said, very New Japan esque of him the way he does that. He, and he did a springboard uh, uh, double foot stomp to the outside on top of him, sandwiching him in between these pieces of broken wood, and it looked really gnarly. He he he, he did this move. I want to say it uh, against Jericho the, the yeah. first time. Yeah, um, and Okada as well. Yeah, thank you. I was gonna yeah, say I know he did it with Okada 100. percent So it was like, yeah. uh, but dude, not, not only that, he drags him to the ramp to the side of the stage. He's this is the part I didn't like. He's beating him up with the with the drumsticks yeah, that, and hitting a drum solo, and you yeah. know he's jabbing him with the mic stand, and you know, but, but he did pretty dude. He cracked him pretty good with that yeah, electric with that guitar. guitar yeah, he did. Um, and then he leaves, but he was still he whooped his ass. You yeah, know what I'm and I mean, Mox I, is like kind of smiling and laughing, but yeah. I, in my head I was like, ah, this just feels like a weird way to go off the air. And then yeah. he comes back out well, well, with well, a fucking trash can. But, but before that, what I loved is how he got helped up the ramp by the referees, and then yeah, he, he shoved he, him off. He shoves him off, and. He, only then, when he's by himself without the refs there, is when he comes back out with the, yeah, trash, with can the trash can and beats his ass again. Well, yeah, he hits him. He drills him with the butterfly DDT of his own onto the trash can, which yeah. looked weird. You know, I'm thinking, shit, you might as well just hit him with the, I guess the with the Tiger 98. You well, know well, I mean? it was weird to me because he didn't. He obviously felt the wrath, quote unquote, of the the garbage can folding too on yeah. his back, but he didn't sell it. Yeah, it was just a little, uh, I don't know. I mean, I think maybe why this was, um, it was interesting way to go off air because they are set to do battle all out. If you guys tuned in to Double or Nothing, you saw what Mox did in his debut. It wasn't even personal. It wasn't even business. It was, I'm here. So whoever can get it, can get it. Yeah, it just happened and, to be him. Uh, yeah, and so he just got the best, and or I, was, I should say the better of Kenny that night. Um, I think it's just maybe you don't see Jericho it's, it's running a, in on him. Yeah, and and, and it's weird. That, I, I think maybe because I'm not used to seeing Kenny uh, do anything heel-ish in a while, so I felt like it made sense that he would attack him. But I thought like, uh, you know, it just seemed out of character using the weapons and stuff like that. Like, cause he's kind of a pure fighter, you know what I mean? True. And so that, thought, but it was interesting to see that. But uh, my thing that kind of took me out of it, and I'll just be real about it, was. It was hard enough to take him seriously coming out still dressed basically a like a kuma. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So when you pick up now drumsticks you, now and you, you play run, to the crowd, uh, true, 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 yeah. it, it, now I'm really not taking this. And, and, okay. and mind you, I get it and I enjoy it, but I'm rooting for the casual fan that tuned in that doesn't know anyone that knows it's free. It's just so they have a reason to talk shit in the comments the next day. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm hoping they don't want – I don't want to see them give them a reason. You know what I mean? So some, something like Especially that. Especially when just, you come out like yeah. steaming with that V trigger off off the rip. Yeah, and you still 
you got your I mean? hair up. Like you should just kept it down, bro. Like like you know what I mean? At least if it's still red, like you wear your hair down, and that's regular Kenny Omega. You yeah. at least got your gear on, and dude, wash the damn symbol off your back. You know what I mean? Nah, man, he was trying to run a show as the vice president. Leave him alone. Get off nah, his back. I guess. But <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I did like though. Even after that, he uh, we still got that good. That's two for two on Mox for having the last uh, face that you see on AEW uh, broadcast. Smiling. Yeah, and both laughing. times. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, man. Um, but again, kudos to both men. Uh, shout out to Doc for sending me that dope uh, picture of uh, Janela and Ambrose chilling, yeah. chilling after. I'm like, man, these guys are like, man. Yeah, you, you see, f- one's got a beer, one's got a drink and like, a cigarette. You Janela, fucking, you fucking asshole. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. So, but I think they're but, both. Uh, uh, they should both be proud of themselves. Does Am- they, sh- they, they should both be really happy with what they did. And I think they should meet up again. To be does, honest with you, does uh, Ambrose have a match for uh, fight for, fight the, for the Fallen? Um, I haven't seen one announced, but it also might be a thing of, um, I don't know if he's going to be still in the G1 around that time. I mean, because it's, in, what, two weeks, July 13th. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. I mean, same day. We got the Evolve show, and then uh, it'll yeah. be Extreme Rules that Sunday yeah, as well. Yeah, you know what? I, I, we never got a chance to talk about that, but that really. Did, did you see Kenny Omega's? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean. I yeah, fe- I, I felt bad for that. I felt, I felt for him, but a lot of people were giving him shit about it. Yeah, that's why he deleted it, but it's just one of those things where I feel him 100% because they're trying to put on something. It, it's it's this, bro. It's From what I read, it's like interesting because they've had an opportunity to throw Evolve shows for a while, and they haven't. That, so exactly. it's funny that like they chose now to do it. Well, a lot of people are saying that it's not just chose now. It was already uh, slated yes. to be broadcasted, but it was just a recent idea for WWE to be like, oh, maybe we should put it on the network. So it was going to be something... That they were, I guess, going to film regardless, but it wasn't yeah. necessarily going to be something stream worthy, you know what I mean, or mm-hmm. available to be able to like watch until they're just like, uh, let's see, uh, you know. But honestly, I, I, I want, I'm going to be watching both, but I'm, I, I just want to see because I'm sure Austin Theory will be uh, featured, and I've heard quite a bit about Austin Theory. A lot of people think that, uh, well, I know he's been uh, campaigning for a match against John Cena for a while. Yeah. So and and also and I hear that, that uh, uh, is it Akira Tozawa's face is he facing Adam Cole for the NXT title is that what really? I really yeah that's what huh. I read I think or or maybe or if I read it wrong maybe it's that Akira Tozawa will be in action as well as Adam Cole who will be defending his title Possib- I don't yeah, possibly it might be that I'm not sure you see that uh that little uh, little vignette that they did for adam cole as the champion where he's like I, i'm i'm in a private jet yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm like yo i'm fucking i'm fucking yeah I was like, yeah honestly i'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep an eagle eye uh to nxt because uh, again i have not read any spoilers i've just seen a lot of headlines being made in regards to this big SummerSlam weekend uh where you know they're gonna be doing you know uh nxt takeover and uh it seems like, you know, they keep saying that Triple H has pulled out all this. He's going all out, quote unquote, to put on like the best card ever. And um, all I've heard is, you know, rumblings of people returning, people turning on each other. Like I, I hear it like the next I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on NXT because to me, that's yeah. the real viable I mean, competition I, I know against AEW to me. Or versus the I indies agree. or anything outside of uh, you know, the WWE scope for sure. So, I mean, speaking of uh, Eagle Eye. Um, and this is just small roundtable stuff here. Uh, Robbie Eagles has uh, defected from uh, Bullet Club. Has now joined uh, Chaos. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I, and, I'm um, not. Uh, no, no, surprised that, by that. And, he didn't uh, get along with ELP. But speaking of betrayals, we also have a brand new employee of Villain Enterprises as well as 
Ring of Honor uh, hosted Best in the World and uh, from Baltimore. Yeah, tell um, me about this because I was excited for it, but I, for a different it, reason. It was, I'll uh, tell you, it, it was a match where it was a uh, was it the 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 lifeblood. Mm-hmm. It was you know the remaining members of lifeblood. Yeah. It was weird because I didn't realize uh, it was Andrew Everett. Yeah, um, he was one of them because he he was like a mainstay in uh, Impact and mm-hmm. the, the uh, X Division and stuff like that. Came in. I think he's from the Carolinas as well. I know yeah, he was tagging with so, uh, yeah. Cameron Grimes now. Trevor um, Lloyd. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, you know, they had like a three on three, I believe. And there was a situation where they were getting attacked. Somebody came out where they were like, you know, it was like some sort of attack, and Flip came out and saved him. Mm-hmm. Uh, saved Lifeblood. And then he was about to leave, and Lifeblood actually offered him a hand, and they gave him a t shirt, and he put a Lifeblood t shirt on. Oh, okay. So everybody was like, "Oh shit," you know, and I was like, "Oh, okay, this is kind of cool," you know. Usually, now, you yeah, know, because that could that would have been a good look, especially since they got dwindling numbers. Well, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? With the uh, exclusion of uh, Juice Robinson now, yeah, and um, I can't remember who. I know there was a uh, another a women's wrestler that was involved uh, too. Right? Somebody Williams is in there. I'm trying to remember, yeah, but um, yeah. So I was is it Tracy Williams? Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, and then uh, I remember what's her name. Um, Tennille Dashwood was in the Oh, yeah, thank you. That's who I was actually thinking of. Tennille Dashwood. And thank Bandito. You. Bandito, yeah. So, yeah, Bandito was in the match as well. So, like, you know, it was just this whole thing. And then, you know, they gave him a shirt. He wore the shirt. Uh, it was them versus Villain Club. Um, and then they got ran out. And Is that what they're calling themselves? Uh, we're Villain Club. Villain, Villain you know, Enterprise. Villain Enterprise, yeah. Okay. yeah. And, um, and then, you know, a promo plays where it's it was weird because I was like, wait, they were just out here. So why is there, like, a pre-recorded promo playing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they already actually had a promo earlier in the night where they came out with their own custom yeah, uh, villain those. enterprise yeah, six uh, man tag, tag yeah exactly and so you know the, the we've been seeing the hunt for for a new employee we we saw him try to recruit joey janela <laughs> yeah the fuck is AEW? um and then you know all of a sudden he's saying that oh we finally got a new employee he's the mercenary yeah and to his right and then you see a very aggressive looking flip gordon with a villain enterprise t-shirt on lights come back on and then they're like, "What the hell's going on?" He super kicks one uh, bandito, mm. dives. In, you know that they, they try to attack him. He, he pretty much evades them, gets joined up by villain enterprises, and then I believe they hit the ring and just beat everybody's ass or something like that. But it was like the crowd loved it. The crowd, yeah. the crowd was very much into it. Well, so. you know what it is is because people are also used to Flip and Marty because of their chemistry in BTE. They had this True. whole thing when they were doing a tour in Japan because they were the only ones signed to ROH. Well, not the only ones, but. They're the only ones that are still signed ROH that are on the show or were on the show, I should say. Because, you know, obviously SCU, Bucks, they left, you know, once their contracts are done. But they had this whole thing when they were in Japan where they would go on adventures and it was like a horrible. <laughs> a oh, horrible, I remember yeah. you were telling me about yeah, that. It's, yeah, like, it's yeah, my. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one is a bond, a dun dun. The other one is a villain. It's Marty and Flip Take Japan. It's money and flip take Japan. <laughs> it's, it's like hilarious. So it's cool oh, to man. see that they're back. Because the reason I brought that up and saying that horrible rendition is they have a shirt already out. Like nice. that—that's like the villain version of that shirt again. The, you know, and I'll show it to you off here because it's—it's a really funny shirt because it's real total. Like this is real Bush, <laughs> Bush League. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but, I, I uh, but it's, it's cool, man. I mean, the then the only other. You know, news I wanted to actually uh, put out there is also on the same event. We had a tag match where it was uh, supposed to be Cocabana and um, Nick Aldis, but mm-hmm. Cocabana got attacked. But they were going to be him and a mystery uh, a partner going up against the Briscoes. And we can now announce the newest signee for uh, NWA. Mm-hmm. 
which is uh, Eli Drake, who was actually his partner. Eli Drake. Who uh, seemingly is already going to be uh, fast-tracked into a feud with James Storm, who was also there on commentary. Oh, yeah, the national so, uh, champion. Yeah, we'll see. You know, exciting times for him. I mean, he was uh, trolling a little bit by doing a lot of these uh, his own renditions of these wrestling logos with AEW and NXT and yeah, I did WWE see that. and all that. So, um, you know, it looks like he might be in NWA. Uh, I don't know if that restricts him from doing anything else, but... You know, the, we'll see what the future holds for, you know, yeah. the the leader of the dummies. <laughs> like I said, a lot of stuff going on at Wrestling Man. I just knew we had to sit down right here at the doctor's office, right here at the doctor's office, and uh, get into the Fighter Fest, especially because, yeah, you know, Moxley's debut, as you said, plus a lot of other great matches, a lot of great debuts for what, a lot of new guys. Um, I don't think it was better necessarily than Double or Nothing. Yeah, I think it might have been but I, a, I, a half a step or full step. I mean, Maybe I, I, there down, was, but not because it was bad. I think they were dealing with the, uh, a few minor production issues. Yeah, you know, and, um, and but, I think just like you said, you know, they got to make something click with that commentary team. I, I, yeah, I, I think mean, that's the only having thing. Having Jim yeah, out too. there and having a guy who's who's uh, has experience in Excalibur that, that's one thing. But like, it, there needs to be someone. You guys got to get like Tanay or so. You got to get somebody else out there. That's gonna, Shivani. Um, you know, what I mean, yeah, that's gonna. Well, no, Shivani, give... Shivani's now with the uh, NWA, but... or no, uh, MLW. Oh, is that right? I believe he's taking the place of Cornette since he left. Man, that would be really good if he can, because I know he was part of the uh, Road to Fight uh, Fighter Fest uh, package, like talking about Cody, you know, because they're putting on gas for this, you know, Blood Brothers versus Blood Brothers tag match, the Bucks versus, you know, because yeah, I don't know if you be, saw, but they were good. making fun. Of uh, you know when they were about to go out and have their match to defend those AAA uh, titles, you know Nick was like, "Matt, I don't need a partner. <laughs> oh no, I don't need a friend." And they just said, "I need my brother," and they're just like laughing, you know. So they're starting to really build this little rivalry. So um, okay, okay. Shivani was in that package, so be, that could be a good person. I don't know. Maybe Joey Styles could be good. I don't know. Someone that's gonna alley oop. To Ross to do what he does, you know what I mean? Because Excalibur, I don't think is enough, and I think um, he doesn't have a lot of he he has a lot of experience, but I don't think in um, bigger high stakes situations like when that happened to Cody, like you could really read his face, like he was really panicked, which is not an incorrect emotion to have. But when you got the camera pointed at you, um, you can't be seen yeah, scolding yeah, yeah. yourself because you know you fumbled your line. Like you got to keep it professional. Yeah, you I mean it's understandable why you fumbled your line because something crazy just happened. No, yeah, you know. I so mean, that was my only grape. I think is just and probably because it's such a huge production for them too. Is probably yeah. the first time they they've had something on that scale of things too. Yeah. So I mean, and but I, it, it's it's I mean it, it it's baby steps. Yeah, you know what I mean. So. And, um, and it was weird to have the absence of Jericho. I don't. Honestly. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, without even just like maybe a little promo or something. But actually, the reason why is he actually already said that he. Um, it was boycotting. I, I'm, right? I'm, I'm boy. He's like, I'm no showing the event. They were like, Well, you weren't booked. He's yeah. Like, well, I'm no showing anyways. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I mean, he still wants to thank you for uh, all out as well. Since it sold out in 15 thank minutes, you. Um, your boys officially will be at all out. Um, mm-hmm. In case you didn't know, but. Uh, now you know, so might as well follow us now and join the journey because we'll definitely will be getting pretty active over in Chi Town, man. Um, you interview, know, I, interview, interview, I'm interview, interview. I mean, it was me solo Dello last time, and I'm I'm very extremely excited and lucky to be able to have uh, my my tag team partner coming out with me this time out, man. Yo, Mello, yo, Ace. I'm saying, man, it's, it's about it's it's gonna be dope, man. But um, again, follow us everywhere on social media, uh, backslash Quincy Jones Show 
on Facebook, uh, Quincy Jones Show, on Twitter, and The Quincy Jones Show on Instagram. You can also hit us up at thequincyjonesshow at gmail.com if you'd like to be a, a host of the show. Maybe we have some uh, wrestle rap or some wrestle-related music you'd like to get played on the air. Uh, maybe you're a wrestler yourself that would love to, you know, get an interview, cut a promo on us, whatever. You know, have at it. Or maybe you guys are interested in having us, I don't know, be the golden voices to your golden goose, which is your promotion. And I'm talking about that grade-A commentary from your boys. <laughs> Hit us up, thequincyjonesshow at gmail.com. And again, do not be afraid to follow us everywhere on social media. And um, don't be afraid to review us as well, man. Recommend us. If you're digging what we're doing, let us know. Um, even if you want to cut a promo on us online, you know, I encourage you to go to iTunes and do so. But, I dare you to try. But first, you're going to have to uh, get past my enforcer, the Triple H, the hip-hop hybrid, and what he brings to the table, brother. And what I bring to the table. It's the whole damn table. <laughs> no, good. no, seriously, man. Check me out, man. Doc Lister, hip-hop artist, songwriter, live performer, and recording artist, man. I love to do this shit. I've been doing it 20-plus with my kin over here, my friend Uh-oh. and my twin, my light skin, full life, my tag team partner to my left, Quincy Jones. Go. But sometimes we like to also do it on the solo tip or just do it for the love of it, man. And, I mean, you know me, man. I love the hip-hop side, but I love mixing it with the wrestling side. But, man, if you guys Absolutely. love, you know, the music we played on here before, if you guys want to check out the show, you guys heard me talk about it. Go to iTunes, go to Spotify, go to iHeartRadio, go to Tidal, go to Pandora, go to Google Play, go to Amazon Music, go to SoundCloud, damn it. And you know what you could do while you're doing that? You can stream it, download, follow, share it, and make sure you review it. Five star bars for anybody that really wants to listen to it. It shouldn't be more than what, a dollar ninety nine? Was that was that what iTunes tracks are going for? I'll give it to you for a dollar. Fuck it. (laughs) But in the meantime, make sure you follow me for any updates concerning any new music, any new performances. Find me at Doc Lesnar on IG and at I'm Doc Lesnar at Facebook and on Twitter, man. Or if you guys want smoke, we want smoke. We We want want the smoke. Tag team. We We want smoke. You don't want it. We We want smoke. Tough guys. Out. Out.